0: But we don't have trash band but themselves. Verizon.
1: Oh, and welcome to this episode of No happened? Refunds. Uh, my name is Dwight. I like how his voice changed. What so like, just happened? He was like, into so like, Alex was like, hello, and welcome <laughs> to... That's how I talk. What I, I just know. happened? I just wanted to see how people would... I was just caught way off guard with that yeah, intro. You, you really... That was offensive. That was offensive. I I think it was great.
0: unprepared. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to No Refunds. Ooh,
1: I like her voice. Yeah, do you want to do it? Tiffany, you do the intro. No, 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 I like it. I'm counting all this as the beginning. I'm upset when you don't do the intro. Okay. Uh, My name is Dwight, and joining me today- Did you just fart? No, it was the- Oh, okay. It It sounded like a fart. It was not a fart. Sorry, It was a fart I would have told you. Uh, And joining me today is, I don't care who goes. Alex. Tiffany. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Um, so this is. Uh, do you do you want to do the recap of the the movie draft first? Why not? Or do you want to email get it us out of the way? Cause yeah. Cause yeah. 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 So this yeah, yeah, is our yeah. first episode after the movie draft. Um, I think overall the draft episode went great. Um, yeah, I except really for the fact that you know, uh, two, three of the picks
2: have been shifted or and
1: Yeah. So we're we're entering our third weekend at this point, and we already have, th- two movies that have shifted, and because of that, we've had to have. Repics. Three Repicks. Three yeah. repicks. Um, so Artemis Fowl got pushed, and so did Wish, Wish Dragon. Wish Dragon isn't coming out in America. Wish Dragon, yeah, yeah. I think that was a mistake on our part for not vetting that one enough w- during the initial picking right, process, right. because it does have a July 26th release date, but that's in China. You're right. And it only has, I think, two countries worth of... Like two countries where it's going to be released at this point, so those two are gone. Both of those are Bonnie's picks. Yep. So that therein lies the issue of we have one backup. So now Bonnie needed a second backup. Right. Um, and then we also have something unprecedented where one of the movies that got bumped was a bomb pick.
3: Yep, that
0: was mine.
1: So Tiffany had to re-pick her bomb pick, and we were nice. Like, I
0: literally was like, just pick a movie. I don't care. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. But we nobody was like, anal about like no, you can't repick this, blah, blah, blah. We have a oh, very special If either rules. of them win,
2: I'm uh, I'm immediately <laughs> going to point towards the fact that they won because of this bullshit. Literally,
0: you... I was picking something, and, and then Alex was like, Godzilla is a better pick. And I was like, all right, I picked well, that.
1: Well, uh, actually, what I said was, that's a weird way of spelling Godzilla. Yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> Well, because I had suggested the Once Upon a Time in Mexico for Tiffany's Once re-pick for the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You're like right, right, right. Once Upon a Time in Mexico is the Robert Rodriguez movie. Right, right. Um, sorry. Uh, so... That because it, it, I think it has like a hundred million dollars budget, yeah, and, probably. Yeah. And I don't know how well it's going to open, so I thought yeah. that was a relatively safe bet. Whereas yeah. I think Godzilla, while it might have a big budget, I think it's going to open big.
2: I think it'll open big, but I think the budget will be even bigger. Like, yeah. I the, it's not often that like blockbuster movies make their budget on opening weekend, like, the the examples against it are much smaller than the examples for that that rule being the rule like Mm -hmm. deadpool 2 did it last year it made like just above its budget in opening weekend but like avengers endgame like star wars the force awakens like these are all the movies that do it like these huge movies usually it doesn't godzilla probably yeah i'd be i'd be shocked if it if godzilla it would have to have like a hundred million dollar budget which seems no. way too small for it. I want
1: to say the first Godzilla had like 180. Right. So this one's probably going to be like 250. Well, yeah, especially since sequel. they have
2: like four huge animated monsters in this one. and I think there's going to be like 18 monsters. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be huge.
0: And also, who cares? Because it's a movie draft for fun. It's a game. It's very like for a game. silly It's literally like a movie, thing. way to do a movie preview for the summer. Right, exactly. And That's, make it more fun. But also,
2: coming in first place is important. Yep. And, and it, oh. if
1: you're not first... You're the worst. Got it. Good job. Derek and Scott. Those are two previous winners, correct? No, me. I won the first year. You won the first year. That's right. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't remember these things. You are just dropping. I went first to worst. Remember? I do remember that. First to worst. Yes, I do remember that. And then
2: then I'm going to go worst to first.
1: So I'm I'm just going to flip flop. I'm never (laughs) going to come in in the middle place. (laughs) So uh, we only have three. We're only three weekends deep. Um, Only. As of right now only Tiffany and Alex have yeah, had movies so released. It's hard I've to had have. I had two movies released yep. last weekend and Tiffany had Ugly Dolls mm-hmm. the first weekend. Yes. And this weekend is John Wick three, right? Um, and that's Kyle's. Yes. Yeah. Um, but after next next weekend is going to be insane. Yes. Um, I think four people have movies coming out. Yep. One is a bomb pick, and it's Aladdin. So that's going to make Bonnie. Bonnie's going to be in the lead for a long time. Yep. I think because of that movie. I agree.
0: I was looking at my thing, and not that it matters, but because my last movie is Playmobil, but it literally comes out like the last day.
1: <laughs> so we're not going to be able to record until <laughs> it's after. Gonna that. Ca-
0: it doesn't come out until August 30th. I
1: mean, we could th- we could <laughs> do it. But bef- we could record the. the a wrap up before that, but I think in the spirit of the yeah. Why would we do we that? Said, Why do I don't would know.
0: We'd, because, we'd, be,
1: because do you think the Playmobil, like, say if.
0: Yeah, but then you won't have accurate numbers. You know what right, I mean? That's right. part of the yeah, fun right, is fair. having the, the numbers. The, the, for
1: if it. we don't
2: have the numbers,
1: then Are? I'm out. Yeah, you I'm can't out. just
0: be like, oh, Tiffany, you lost. Well, but like, it's.
1: You just heard Alex and me have a giant fight, and Alex has now quit the podcast. Yes. Cool. Yes. So. But
0: you know what I mean? Like, you can't even. Yeah, you can't do that. It wouldn't make sense because then you ha- wouldn't have an official number okay, to yeah, report. I agree,
2: and I always bring like stats to yeah, the to is, the last.
1: Yeah. Which is so a lot of fun, so, and I think
0: that's kind of important to have there. What's um,
1: fun? for for this year's game, um, my sister. You know how like last year I did? What did we we did? Family Feud yes. last yeah. year. Uh, this year, um, my sister gave me Avengers Mad Libs, Ooh. and we're going to do that. Oh, that's exciting! So yes. That's going to be fun. That's going to be on the wrap up. So Bonnie awesome. and Kyle, get re- Get your Get your libin on. Yeah. Yep. Bonnie doesn't listen to the podcast, I know, but Kyle definitely. But does. Kyle will. So. so, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm still feeling good about it. I'm excited, and I'm having a fun time.
0: Wait, you didn't pull up the numbers. Oh yeah, so you're not going to so pull up the numbers for it.
2: I'm in first place with 57 million. Um, and, and Tiffany Tiffany's in second with like eight yeah. point five or something, something. Yeah, it rounds up to nine in our spreadsheet. But mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that's yeah. 57. It was. With the weekend estimates it was like sixty. It was, it was sixty yeah. and then it dropped a lot. Yeah, Pikachu
1: lost, I think, like four or It lost like three million yeah. from the estimates. Yeah. Um so Alex's actuals right now is fifty-six, fifty-six five, seven seventy so fifty-six million five hundred and sixty-five thousand seven hundred and seventy nine. Right. And Tiffany's it we don't know since. And Tiffany's is Eight million six hundred and three thousand four hundred and seven, and nobody else is on the board. Yet. I'm surprised so Ugly Dolls made that much. Yes, money. <laughs> me too. Uh, so I'm fifty-six point five, and <laughs> Tiffany's eight point six. John Wick Three looks like it's going to be opening in the fifty million range. Yes, um, it, it, which is great.
2: So they were um, they were originally scoping it out at forty-eight ish million. Mm-hmm. For but the, it's Thursdays and, previews and were and big, it's Thursday's previews were big, and it's Friday was big. So now they're saying it's probably going to open. Similarly to Detective Pikachu, which was right in the, right around the fifty five million cool. mark. that's so, exciting.
1: So for a later I, pick I th- for Kyle, that's awesome. I think oh.
2: Kyle will be in first place after this weekend.
1: Nice. With only one movie out. With only the, one movie, thing. yep, that's huge. That is, so cool. So that is uh, where we are on that. That's one of the fun things about doing the movie draft is it is built in like ten minutes that we don't have to worry about for an episode. We don't worry yeah. about anything I for know, any at episode. This point we really have it. So speaking of not worrying about things, th- that was a terrible segue. Uh, wow. Great, great Dwight, segue.
0: You are. You are like off tonight.
2: This should be the episode of terrible segues. You have That's weird fine.
0: segues. You're forgetting the names of movies.
2: You're forgetting the names of your wives.
0: You're forgetting.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're, wives. you're implying
0: that we should oh. wrap up the movie draft with like out having final numbers. Yeah, you're just very lackadaisical.
1: Sorry.
2: You you thought I was in your wedding party for some reason? Oh, I which, know you've, you've never me. been in my wedding party. <laughs>
1: um. So we have. Four emails to uh, get caught up on. Holy Um, crap. These are dating back to March. Oh. So, uh, just some heads up. We're timely. Well, we haven't recorded since the middle of March, except for the movie draft, which we don't do emails on. Right. So, here we go. Uh, The first one is from Jesse from March 15th. So. Hey, everyone, or rather Dwight, because you'll probably be the first one to read this. Uh, first of all, I just want to say I'm loving the new intro where you play clips from the episode. I think that's a great way to keep people engaged for the duration of the podcast, though I personally have not had an issue with that. Nice, Very cool. Nice.
0: You're welcome, because I edit that. Tiffany's and that was been editing my idea.
1: everything. So she's, that was your idea. I yeah. like it. Uh, also, in episode 42, Pushes Up Nerd Glasses, you guys talked about Funko Pops, and I think it was Tiffany who asked where they don't have any who asked, where don't they have them? And you, Dwight, said McDonald's, which I don't know if you knew, but McDonald's did have Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse Funko figure- figures. Picks attached. Oh, yeah, there it is. Let me see.
0: Can you hold
1: your phone up? It's like a picture of like uh, the oh, Miles Morales sh- oh. Spider-Man. Oh, that's so cool. That is really cool. Is that like the one of the Dorbs? It looks like a Dorb that's so style. That's cool. Yeah. That's I think cool. they
0: have something similar now. I don't know if they're Funko, but for um, Endgame.
1: That's awesome. He yeah. says, uh to be fair, I'm not sure if it's the same company or if it's a McDonald's knockoff, takes off nerd glasses and steps on them. So that was just a little correction for uh That's really him. cool. But I'll
0: have to look into that. And honestly, like being an adult and not eating at McDonald's, it's like You're an adult? Yeah. But like you you uh Moving fall on
1: <laughs> Sorry. It was just because like you just yep, moved on. It was yep. cute.
0: I'm a teacher now, so I don't put up with bullshit. Um, you fall out of the loop on that stuff really easily mm-hmm. when you're an adult. You're just like, I would never.
1: An adult and don't have kids. Cause like, yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you got to be on. But top I think of even it. if
0: you did have kids, it's like, it's you're not in the know entirely. You're not watching the TV shows with the commercials yeah. that are targeted to kids. Well, they're the
1: ones to Well, now
2: this out. brings to the question how did Jesse know?
1: That's a good question. Maybe he goes to McDonald's a lot. I don't know, maybe it's by his work and it's just I like... Don't, I don't believe
2: it. Okay, that's Have
1: fair. you seen Jesse without a shirt on? Because I have. I've never seen... Is he ripped? I've never seen him without a shirt on. He's but. an attractive gentleman. Well, I've He's seen him... He's pretty shredded. I've seen him... Is he? How, oh, do you, I mean, how do you know that? Oh. We both she was there. <laughs> she was there when he wasn't wearing a shirt. I
0: was not, but...
1: Not, but? <laughs> fair. Next but, um, email um, is... Uh, it's a question more for us, so... Okay. Who's uh, it from? It's from... Uh, Mark, oh, from Judd. So, hey, gang. I saw something interesting come up in social media just recently. Uh, This is from April 10th, so it wasn't that recently. That's
0: it's in terms of Dwight (laughs) recency. It is.
1: Uh, And since the new trailer for Lion King just dropped, no, it didn't. uh, Dumbo (laughs) is in theaters, probably isn't anymore. And also Aladdin in the Wings. I thought I might shoot this at you for your hot takes. Essentially, the question. Essentially, the answer to the question. Why is Disney making live action versions of live action adapt yeah of live action adaptations of its beloved beloved animated movies? Let me reread that because I'm stumbling over my own words. Yep, I've been drinking beer
0: that we made.
1: Why yeah, which is awesome. So we went to this thing. <laughs> called, yes, I know. Yeah. Uh, we, so Tiffany and I. You go.
0: We we uh went to a place that you can brew your own beer and we went and we picked out our beer recipe and we boiled it and put all the stuff in it, all the grains and the hops and all the stuff, and then we let it sit for two weeks, and then today we bottled it.
1: And now we are drinking it for and the now first we are time. And it's it. delicious. It's
0: delicious. And it's very high alcohol content. Okay, so... <laughs> anyway, back to the email. Or as
2: you said earlier, not low alcohol not, content. Dwight That's said what it's what
0: I not said. small alcohol not content. Not small. Yeah,
2: he it's said it small. right.
1: Not small. It is it's not small. small. The answer to the question... Why is Disney making live-action versions of live-action adaptations of its beloved animated movies? So why is Disney making all these live-action movies? Right, right, right. Is, the answer to that question is, to extend the House of Mouse's copyright on those characters. What are your thoughts about that statement?
0: I actually think that's really interesting because I don't know if it's extending the copyright, but just to keep those properties relevant Mm -hmm. for like a newer generation. Yeah. Because I think of like Beauty and the Beast, and not that like, I mean, if it, I'm thinking if like if I had kids and stuff like that, I would show them all of those movies, but having it be a new updated version keeps that relevant and fresh for a younger audience and also keeps it nostalgic for the older audience. So it keeps everything mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, oh man, and not that you would. I or any of us would do that with any Disney movie but like oh man I haven't thought about that movie in forever. It keeps that stuff in in the consciousness.
1: Yeah. As opposed to just like the occasional released from the vault. Yep, yep, so- yep, yep. So right. it's an interesting that makes sense.
0: an interesting thought. I I
1: that. I don't know if for some things I can actually see what he's saying. So like for Cinderella or for um like, uh, if they redid, like, Snow White or Sleeping mm-hmm. Beauty. Like, I don't know if they've done those remakes. But, like, Dumbo is another right. one. Like, yeah. those are movies that are from, uh, v- like, 50-plus years ago. Yep, right. yep. A remake for, like, Beauty and the Beast, I feel like th- that's not necessarily for a copyright. It's just for, like, the bottom dollar money. Right. But, like, because those movies are being reused. Like, the there's so much merchandise for yeah. them. There's so much... Um, like theme park presents for all the old stuff. I don't think they'd have an issue with the copyright, <laughs> right. as opposed to like how Disney is having issue, quote unquote, issues with the Steamboat Willie copyright. I was just copyright. gonna say that. Right. Yep. Yeah. What were you gonna?
0: No, I just was gonna bring that up as a thing that they were pushing more marketing on the Steamboat Willie thing because that that license was up. But
2: right. like, also, some of the movies that they're making live action adaptations of, like Jungle Book, for example. <laughs> yeah. They they it's public domain already. Like the, the story, when, yeah. When they yeah. made it originally. like yeah. Things like things like, um, Jungle Book, uh, Beauty and the Beast, what about and Alice Little and Mermaid. Wonderland? I th- yeah, I, Lewis and, Carroll's uh, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. All of those were already public domain when they made their version. Did you, we, you, say,
1: did you say Little Mermaid? I said mm-hmm. Little Mermaid. Yeah.
2: And, and I said Beauty and the Beast. I didn't even think Jungle about Jungle Book. So like, this isn't about them re-upping their copyrights on everything. Mm. It's really about them just being like uh hey remember when we made this we can make it better now and about making a version for a new generation Mm -hmm. like because of the way that like special effects have evolved since we were kids they can make like children's movies are no longer necessarily what we remember as like what we would associate as children's movies Mm -hmm. like what we grew up on was like the brave little toaster yep. and, and like, the like all toaster. these hand-drawn animation movies yep. yes. and yep. and now you can have literal live action mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting that Lion in quotation, live action. quotation marks yeah. but you can have like live action kids movies that are yeah. like way more whimsical because you can do crazy things with like CGI. So
1: like the new Mary Poppins type of thing. Like yeah, like yeah I yeah, haven't yeah. seen it, but I assume there is like more like nothing yep. in that has to be practical right. in terms of the weird, crazy things that they yep. do.
2: Or or like the BFG, which came out a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. That okay. was another one. Uh but like so I think that it's their way of being like, okay, with the advancements in technology that we've had since we released these original hand drawn traditional animation movies, let's like they they tested the waters at first with like Cinderella and yeah. they got a good reaction. So they were like, okay, now we just need to turn them all. Just turn them all out. We can get loads of monies. Yeah. So
0: I had a weird thought talking about having kids movies be more live action. Does that inherently create a weird thing where because like think of like you're a kid, you watch something, cartoons and all that. But you're like, oh, man, I can do this thing. I don't know if have you ever experienced that as a kid being like, "Oh, I saw this in Tiny Tunes. I'm going to try to do it." You know what I mean? Like
1: Do you mean like trying to jump off a roof to fly or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, something or? like
0: that. So, does having kids movies be more live action? Does that create some weird thing where like kids can't separate fact from fiction?
1: That's a good question. And it,
0: it, and not that they can anyway, but does that make it more difficult for kids to decipher between those two things? Because all they're seeing, and not all they're seeing, because there's still mm-hmm. animated stuff, and there's a lot of decent animated stuff. But does that make it weird for kids no, I, I see <laughs> to what you're look saying. at that? Like, if they see <coughs> live action, quote-unquote, yeah. you know, Aladdin, it, are they going to go, oh, I can fly on a carpet, or I I can, ju- I ha- I can, can have jump have out a, a window key,
1: holding a, a carpet, on... and I'll float.
0: Yeah does that Is create it, some kind of weird thing for kids because they can't process that stuff entirely and that's what they're used to seeing so does that affect i don't know that's a good development I'm not a, of kids i don't know just a thought that, When you know, that's you
1: know, you, a not a question we can answer but yeah, that's a very just, interesting question that explains why all kids are shit now <laughs> all well, kids oh my like god okay old man of, mcgillicuddy <laughs> get off your yard
0: <laughs> but it would kind of make sense like yeah. If that's what you're seeing you're no. seeing kids that look like you you're seeing people do stuff in movies
3: that
1: that definitely and less makes
0: animated and more live action
1: yeah because when you're looking at the original Aladdin like there's a disconnect like you know this is a cartoon you know this is a fantasy you know genies don't exist but now like well not necessarily I, I know. but, but, but like you, genie thing. No, you no, no can but like still
0: be like well I don't know people that look like Aladdin because he's drawn and it's (laughs) cartoon. Like, people don't look like that. You know, does that now... Oh, I see Aladdin or I see the genie. He looks like this. Like, does that now... affect how you view your world i don't know it's a good
1: question that's a bigger question for smarter people yes
0: just a a side note so
1: another interesting thing about like the actual upping of the copyright because disney is the person and i'm just talking from memory here i don't have any sources um disney is like the person who has always been leading the forefront in the copyright like laws they are the people who like i think for a while copyright or for Intellectual property to go into the public domain, I want to say it was like fifty years. I'm just using a random number here. Right. But Disney, it was like coming up on that for I think Mickey Mouse. And so they like went into like big time lawyer mode and they got it extended, I think, to like seventy-five years or something like yep. that. Once again, just using numbers. And we're coming up on that timeline for Mickey Mouse. So I can guarantee you there's going to be another giant fight because Disney does not want Mickey Mouse to go into the public domain oh, God, um, no. just because you know what would happen at that point which is part of the reason why one of the things you need to do in order to prove that you have that, that a copyright or intellectual property is should still be yours is mm-hmm. um, demonstration of using said property um, so I think that's like the the core of Judd's yeah. question yeah. about like for the why are they remaking these movies just to show that they're using the properties and um, I don't think that's necessarily because, like, like I was saying, like they're always making other spinoff videos. There's like video games. There's um, like the just the presence in the parks, but specifically like Steamboat Willie Mickey. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been a lot of him yep. in just marketing. Disney changed their logo mm-hmm. to yep. involve him. They're trying to push this specific Steamboat Willie version of Mickey, being like, no, look, we still use it, mm-hmm. so you cannot take it from us.
0: So what? What about? Like Alex, you were saying like Little Mermaid and stuff is in public domain.
1: But the Disney version is their own. Like, like no, you I know. But could
0: somebody make a Little Mermaid movie and yes. call it the Little Mermaid and yes. have yes. it not be Disney? 100
1: well, percent, yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's an interesting. But you. Can't, but why would you challenge but, Disney? But why would you do that? Yeah,
2: you couldn't use Ariel's exact yep. likeness yep. Yep. From exactly. or Sebastian's likeness yep. from that movie because that is owned by them. The story.
1: But you can use the story, the story as, the as it characters. was written by
2: Hans Anderson. Hans yeah. Christian
1: Andersen.
0: Same with Beauty and the. Beast. Same thing with
1: Dracula. Like Dracula is a public domain character and he's been around for hundreds oh, of y- or a- over a hundred years. And there's so many different versions and interpretations mm-hmm. of right. Dracula, but like the universal version of Dracula, like is the one that people know exactly the most. Okay. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: I gotta go uh shoe a squirrel off the deck because it's eating my bird seed. So
2: I on. thought she was gonna say when she went to say shoe, I thought she was gonna say, I'm gonna go shit. <laughs> and I that was That would have like, been hysterical. I was like, oh okay.
1: For um for Christmas I got Tiffany a uh, a camera for the outside, and it has motion sensors, so it goes off whenever. That's what that boom was. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's what she, how she knew there was a squirrel outside eating okay. because she must have gotten the motion yeah, sensor. So, um, so I think that answers Judd's question. Uh, Potentially, mo- hopefully. If it didn't, let us know, Judd. Interesting I hope discussion. It, did. it was a good discussion. All right. So our next uh, email comes from somebody called NeuroGamer, uh, and Alex, I think you can speak to this the best. Uh, so Alex has been doing some streaming lately, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That was my oh, handoff. Oh, that was a <laughs> handoff. That was my that hand-off. Was a
2: handoff. So I've been <laughs> streaming lately. Am I supposed to introduce who NeuroGamer no, I is? I do not to do that, but you can just... Uh, I've been streaming lately. And
1: this is a person who found I, us through stream. Oh, and this is, the is a stream. person
2: that found us through my stream. I hate you. <laughs> <So> his question...
1: <laughs> oh, God, you're killing me. I'm dying. Oh, my God. Oh. So NeuroGamer's question is... Why is it that we look at old and classic bad games as good and Ooh. look at newer games that are bad as bad? Ooh. That's a good question. So Ooh. like so like um looking at like an older game like uh I'm just trying to pull something out of out of my head. Like when like we been playing Dr. Like Jekyll
2: and Mr. Hyde. Dr.
1: Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like yeah, like, that is a objectively terrible game, right. but people the or um Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest. Yep. Um people like look at these old games like that are objectively bad with fond memories and it's right. like I it's a bad game but I love playing right. it. Like I forget we were specifically talking about something in stream. Yep. I I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but it was like he had asked about a game and I was like, oh that game sucks, but I love it. Like right. it was that yeah. type of a uh, moment. So
2: I think it comes down to like the way I've always looked at it is it comes down to saturation. Um when mm-hmm. a market gets too saturated, you need to become choosy about what you play. Or anything in in terms of markets i i always thought about it in terms of movies um or television especially television for me because television is such it takes so long to watch a tv show i can't spend like 20 hours watching something that i think is even mediocre. I'm just like, no, I don't have time for that shit.
0: Except here I am watching The Good Place, still.
2: <laughs> so, so I feel like it's the same way with video games. Like, back when we were growing up and we were playing video games on, like, Sega Genesis, there weren't enough games that we could go out and buy that we would be like, oh, this game that's like, a f- maybe like a 5 out of 10 mm-hmm. is good enough to keep me entertained for a long enough time. It wasn't like there were like 10 other games that just came out that week that were like 10 out of 10s that we needed to go play. Mm-hmm. But now that it's I'm not going to say easier to to produce content, but like it's easier to produce content. Yeah, I mean, you're listening to this nothing podcast right now. A DIY podcast. So, yeah. like yeah. it's so much easier to put out content into the world. You need to be a little more critical and need to go like is this what how I want to be spending my time? So mm-hmm. like I think that's why we can look back on bad games from our youth with that nostalgia, because it's not necessarily like we're like, we, that game's good. We're like, we have nostalgic feelings about that game, which is why we will go back and play it. But it's not like we're, we're going to ever have that same feeling about games nowadays because of like, I'm not going to put in 30 hours into your shitty game, Red Dead Redemption 2. Ouch. Like, I'm not doing it. So <laughs> I, I'm never going to go back and play that game in, like, 20 years and be like, oh, man, I remember.
0: No, I'm just Do thinking you, about it, too, because, like, I didn't play games like you guys. Right. So, like, the games that I loved from youth were the games that, like, we had. Like, we had, like, four Sega games. So that's why I love oh, you know, Tiny Tune Adventures or... Um, the game I and mean, I just bought it recently it was columns is a puzzle game. Yeah. but like the games we had were the games that my parents bought us right like I, we didn't go out you know there was no internet. you couldn't I mean I'm I was a 11 year old girl playing Sega like mm-hmm. I had no fucking idea what games existed. I was like, oh, for all I knew the games that I had were the only games that existed right right you know so it's a weird thing where and I was just thinking about you talking about content and thinking about, kids today it's like how do you decipher all of like that disseminate not decipher but like how do you go through all that content like the game that you're playing now in may in july you're gonna have you're not gonna remember it Uh, like it's just a weird thing it's just it's so quick it's comes out so mm -hmm. fast
3: imagine being a parent now and you can't keep up with
2: it yeah
1: well here, here so i i agree with both of you yeah um and i think you both Mostly a little bit hit on on the point mm-hmm. I want to make um so tiffany, what you're t- talking yeah. about only having four games and a
0: very different experience than I think than gr- gr- young boys exactly growing so growing up, up yeah. you
1: would get a new game um and growing up you would get a game uh, for your birthday you would get a game for Christmas mm-hmm if you were if you were lucky you would get a game for something else big that you did like oh good grades yep, or yep. Uh, for me most of my games came from yard sales mm-hmm. and stuff like that so if we found something and so my birthday's
0: we, in february my sister's birthday's in july yep. so it was so like you knew and games. then and then you have christmas so you, christmas, would, so so it would, you be would spread out throughout the year so yeah.
1: those were the games like growing up those were the games you had mm-hmm. and if what you got was a dud you were fucked. And you yep. still played um, it anyway, though. You would play yeah. the shit out of it. And also, when you're younger, you don't really know how to... You can't really differentiate between good mm-hmm. and terrible. Mm-hmm. To me, Mario 3 was just as good as Jaws or Who Framed Roger <laughs> Rabbit on the NES. You're insane. Uh, it, it, but they they were. You but, well, no, well no. young you was an idiot. But those <laughs> were games... like it was. Those were the games I had to yep. play. So yep. like, I would play Jaws because my dad knew what Jaws was and had bought me the Jaws game. Yep. So it's like... I can play Mario 3 for the 80th time mm-hmm. or I can play Jaws for the 10th time and like those are the two games I have. Right. Um, not exactly to this, so, but so for us now, I think we have a different perspective because we're looking at it being like, there are so many games coming out. I guarantee you there was a lot of games coming out back then. Right. We just uh, didn't have access to me, them. I no, there was. there was. There was over 800 Nintendo games. There are over 800 but Nintendo games in the library.
0: But yeah. think of how many games come out now yeah, they're compared like, to it. How many games are available for download right now on the like, PlayStation I store? bet there
1: are more than 800
2: games that come out a year yeah. now. Yeah, okay. I
0: You're- 100% agree with you between all of the platforms, mobile games, all of it, like, it's a
1: lot. Okay, no, that, that that's fair, but but also like so the, the question here is mm-hmm. why do we view these bad games as good? Right. It's not about why is there more games now yeah. than there was. Well, but so I, I, we I view those as good because those are what we had access to. Right. I guarantee you I there think are it's kids nowadays. a
2: Combination of the two, yeah. of, 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 Like a little bit of what mm-hmm. I said, a, mm-hmm. a lot of bit of what she said.
1: I, I think <laughs> I think there are kids today who are playing like who don't have parents who know know video games who are playing. I don't know, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. which yeah. Yeah. Are Shit you, game. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I'm>, That's <laughs> the one that I'm using as an example, though. Who, who are playing games that aren't nearly as good as the other games that are out there because that's right. what they have. In, right. in the future, they are going to view those bad games as good. So I think the reason we view mm-hmm. bad games as good is a time and nostalgia thing. Right, Yeah. Right. That yeah. is my answer no, to the question. I 100% I agree. agree with that. I agree. And
0: it's a really, really interesting thing. And I also look at that with movies and I think of you with Goonies yeah. and how much you hate the Goonies. What a shit movie. No. But like if you movie. saw that movie when you were a kid, it's like, ah. Uh, what
2: a shit
1: movie. <laughs> Wrong. The movie is so good. I it's know. all practical. It's great. Hey, you guys. You want to
2: talk about all practical movies that are great? No. Oh, okay. Because there's no such okay.
1: thing other than the Goonies.
0: It's, just, it's, it's a great question, though. So, so really, the kind of moral the moral of yeah, this this conversation
2: question. is Red Dead Redemption Two sucks.
0: <laughs> the, I was gonna say the game that I think of nah. that the like talking about having access to game games and your kids and you don't know better. Echo the Dolphin. Ugh. Even I knew as I a kid, I was like,
1: game. "What
2: the fuck is this shit? I can't I had do that anything." Game. That was See, one that I would not. It was touch. so bad for me. the The one game that like I I, I just would constantly replay as a kid because it was the game that I had and mm-hmm. I loved it was Golden Axe and like wow. uh, it's why game. I will always go back to that game no matter how old I get yep. m- like no matter what's going on I will like sit down and just be like Dwight we're playing Golden
1: Axe I'm trying to remember other games that I had that are objectively bad but I like them like um, Bart's Nightmare um, the Simpsons Bart Bart's Nightmare for the Super Nintendo yep. That game is objectively bad, I but I, I really, really I enjoy no it. I
0: context of what's
3: objectively What about like
1: Boogerman? Was that a bad game? I think it was a good one. Oh, I, don't, okay. I I didn't like Boogerman or Earthworm Jim, mm-hmm. because in uh, people love those games. Yep. The backgrounds were way too busy, and like, I couldn't tell what was I was supposed to be able to jump on, so I don't enjoy those games. <laughs> what about Cool Spot? Because I loved Cool Spot. I never played it. But it's, to me now, it just
2: seems like hokey advertising for 7-Up. So yeah. like maybe
1: but maybe it still just
2: a really great platformer and I,
1: I don't know i mean like there are definitely i'm trying to think off the top of my head if, the, if there are any good advertisement based games there has to be there has to be um, and i'm not i'm not just talking licensed games cuz like obviously like the ninja turtles games are amazing right. and like that's there to sell a product as well
2: right. but like um ooh what was the um pizza doom um Oh God! It's a, Doom. It's, a, it's a Doom. It's a it's a Doom game that was just slapped over
1: with. Are you thinking of um checks?
3: The,
2: the, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, it was cereal. The, yeah, it, it was, was cereal. It was
1: a free game. That it was because it was shareware, right? And you would get it with your Chex cereal. Yep. I forget what it was called. It's like Checks Quest. Or and something they they like just
2: th- they just took Doom and slapped on like a different skin yep. for everything. That was yes. awesome. That game was great. That's advertising. <laughs>
1: yes. That, so that and Cool Spot. There was a pizza game. Uh, Domino's had a a, um, a mascot called the Noid. Yes. Uh, and there's a oh game. I have a Avoid Noid. It's called Noid. Yo-Noid. Yeah. name of the game.
2: So um, <gasps> I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole. Me but either. But I I could talk
1: about video games yeah. all day. Next but question. Thank you <laughs> for the cre- question, Neuro Gamer. Oh, that was a good question. I yeah. love that. He's I love from China. Scotland.
0: That's super cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. He's, He's cool my dude. new best friend. Aww, and I
0: love it. Is he the one that's super young?
1: Holy shit.
2: I don't know how old anybody oh, okay. that watches my stream is.
1: This is a long one.
0: Oh, that's what she said.
1: This is from I haven't read it yet either. This is from Billy. <gasps> he emailed Billie. this on May sixth. Oh, that's, that's recent. recent. Yeah. But, well, today's May eighteenth, so <laughs> that's but <laughs> yeah. that's more recent than March. Yes, it's true. Okay. All right, so, dear No Refunds Podcast, my name is Prince Albert Franklin Douglas. Normally, I'd be reaching out to you to discuss the possibilities of you help helping me with the funneling of royal monies from my Swiss bank account. What How, the fuck is that? That's just it, what Prince Albert. Yeah. Did he okay. talk about this? Like that I have or? no idea. Okay. <laughs> However, after listening to the most recent release of your No Refunds podcast, I absolutely had to switch gears and reach out to tell you how great the third annual Summer Movie Draft was. Your new guests this year were exceedingly funny. The topic's interesting... Let's talk for another 20 minutes about zombies, please. And timing-wise, I feel like the episode as a whole really zipped. My one complaint would be the lack of last year's guest saying no sound effect. No! (laughs) I believe the guest's name was Billy, and he was both handsome and a pillar of movie-picking grandeur. Huh. It was mentioned and alluded to a number of times, but the lack of use was disheartening. (laughs) Otherwise, this episode was truthfully one of my favorites, was tons of fun, and the guests were great. Kyle and Bonnie should come back many more times and should definitely send me all personal contact information, including mother's maiden names and social security numbers. (laughs) Much love to the podcast, cheek kisses, and hiney pats to all. Cheerio, Prince Albert Franklin Douglas IV. P.S. Godzilla looks amazing. Mothra FTW? Exclamation point, question mark. PSA I may be on vacation Memorial Day week and I'm planning to try and catch a movie every day maybe if anyone is interested in joining me let me know that's for so he's invited everybody who listens to the podcast to a movie. Prince Albert Douglas Franklin um, the fourth uh, I
2: I will tell you Billy has said he might show up for our Our retro stream on Thursday because
1: that's during his vacation. That would be arguably amazing because some of the games we're playing are going to be four players. He said he might show up.
0: Can I defend myself with not editing in the no? No. One, I'd have to go find that, and I don't know where that if that exists. Mm -hmm. Two, um, I had to edit that episode, and that was in the midst of um, like finals finals week. So I had so much stuff I was doing at work. Dwight, I know you couldn't have edited because you were super busy too. But like, yes. it's—I don't want to be like—I ah, don't want to do it. The editing process for this stuff sucks because you have to go through and listen to the entire three hours of it, and yeah. then you have to like cut stuff out and you have to put stuff together. And it—and
1: it—I it I made a ton Tiffany of... start doing that. I almost—I feel a little bad, but that—that that was like my editing process. And I was like, I really like you to please you listen know, to everything. But
0: I'm happy you did that because I. Did that with my class or tried to get that my class to do that. I was like, you need to listen to what you record mm-hmm. to make sure it sounds good. And there have been many times where things that you've marked that I'm like, oh, why did I, I don't need to cut that out. But there are other things that weren't marked that I'm like, yeah, that has to go. That's weird. So that editing process sucks and it's really difficult. And that's why I didn't edit in the but note. Because it was already a three hour long podcast and it, t- it took a lot of time to to do it. And I remember that week that I was trying to do it and I was like, cool, I have three days where I can just do this. I don't have... Everything's done, or I thought everything was done, but like students kept coming in. It was during their finals. I need help with this. I need help with this. So
2: see, yeah, it's hard. (laughs) See, she's talking about the editing process. I think we didn't do it just because, uh, like, I know he comes across as cool in in, (laughs) on the podcast. That Billy guy sucks. (laughs) He is just the worst. And also, he is unbearable. Why would we ever want to associate with him again? Can I really say how much I've loved
1: that Billy's been hanging out with him? Oh, I love Billy. I love Billy.
0: But also can I say how I didn't think that that added anything to us in that episode? Like, if I edited that in, it wouldn't... If you've listened to the other episodes, and I know not everybody does, it doesn't make if no, that's, haven't listened, it doesn't make sense. That's yeah. a
1: very good point. Every podcast is somebody's first podcast. It's yeah, like Stanley's. I, uh, every comic book is somebody's yeah, was, first I comic just, book, I just so didn't
0: I, think it would have... It was a funny reference, and if you know right. the reference, you yeah. get it. But it's like, if I threw that in there, people would be like, what? Yeah. I don't get I it.
2: I think it was funny enough for us to just mention yeah, it yeah, and yeah. then move on. Yeah. I don't think it was necessary to... To splice him in. He's asking too much. Yeah. yeah I, too well, much. I don't think Prince
1: Albert, Franklin, Douglas is really that upset about if, it. If, I he hope no, I don't hey, think Hey, so if either. he sends us a check for like a couple grand, yeah. we'll do whatever yeah. he wants. Ask. Yeah. We deposit that into our checking account so that way he can then later take it out. I, yeah. I understand how this stuff works. But yes. It's, so.
0: it's an interesting, you know, now that I've been editing yeah. it, it's like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's not, it's not not easy. Yeah. But it, you know what I mean? It's. I don't know.
1: Well, thank you for the email, yeah. Prince. Thank you for the very kind words. They were very, very Prince
2: sweet. Albert in a can.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh. And yes, I agree. Godzilla looks amazing. I'm, I'm very, so excited. I'm I don't know, know right. if it
0: looks amazing, but it looks really fun. <laughs> it, we uh, just watched. Yeah. I had never seen. We'll talk about it, but I had never seen the Godzilla with Brian Cranston. 2014. Godzilla. And I watched that for the first time, and it was really good.
1: And you know what really holds up? KSI. That movie is. Oh, awesome. yeah, that's
0: right. We watched them both the we same watch ooh, sorry, <laughs> We watched them back to back. We watched them both the same day. KSI Those... holds up
1: so hardcore. So good. Um, <laughs> when King Kong first shows up in that movie, that sequence is beautiful. The fact oh, that, yeah. that
0: that movie plays out just like a Vietnam War movie. Oh, yeah. Like, it just. It's good. Um, KSI is real good.
1: KSI means Kong Skull Island yeah, if this sorry, is your yeah. first time
0: listening. <laughs> KSI
2: TM. KSI TM. Um, I. Go to For those of you who listen to the podcast often, I go to the movies pretty much every week. And almost every movie I see, I get to see the trailer for Godzilla. Um And every time, like I, I tap Jen and I'm like, I'm so excited for this movie. And every time she goes, the more I see this trailer, the less excited I get for it. Ooh. And I'm like... I hate you with all my
1: heart. The only thing about the trailer I don't understand is the use of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. It's awesome. It, it doesn't seem like, like, like a that. fitting song I don't for care
2: it. if it's fitting. It's awesome. I don't
1: like it. Like, I don't get it. You don't have to get it. Are they going to... What if
2: there's a rainbow? What if it takes place in Kansas? What if that's the hint that they're trying to give us?
1: What's the name of the place that they go to in The Wizard of Oz? Not the Emerald Oz? City. Oz. <laughs> you know, Oz? <laughs> like, like... The, the land.
0: <laughs> did that just? That, that's it, did, it's Oz.
2: Did the, the that lo- just happen? The land is called Oz. Wait, Oz. wait. Uh, yeah. The wait. city is called the Emerald city. the Emerald
1: city. Are they going to Oz? Is that did, what? Did you oh. just
0: really not know what? I, know I forgot that did, place that they went you, to in the Wizard of Oz. Well, I wanted
1: to say Neverland, but I know it's that's Peter Pan. I mean, Pan. it's basically it's this called
0: same. the Wizard yeah. of Neverland.
1: <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> What the land was Oh called. my god. That's okay. That's I haven't funny. seen that movie in forever. Or read anything about that.
0: It's like an anniversary year this year for Wizard of Every Oz.
1: Every year's an anniversary year for that movie. Every
2: year's That's an anniversary nice. year for everything. I I, fact,
1: I, I no. saw a thing on on um Kevin Smith posted a thing about how he like hates that movie cuz he was specifically saying, like, someone was like, "Oh, it's the anniversary for Wizard of Oz," and he was like, "Oh yeah, they're always like, oh, it's the seventy fourth anniversary," and like just right. random.
0: Yeah, it came out in nineteen thirty
1: nine. Right. Oh wow. So anything that Idiot. isn't a divis- divisible
2: by five in terms of anniversaries doesn't count. No, I but agree. it has to be past. I would say ten years. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. A fifth anniversary. I think
0: twenty fifth is fair.
1: 25th makes a lot of sense
2: 25th and 75th well 25th and 75th that's divisible by five i uh, think every five
1: years is a is a, a fine anniversary yeah. if they wanted to like re-release some sort of special right, edition, right, like yeah, a yeah. 30th anniversary yeah. Yeah. like i, I think Star i saw that, I think.
2: What, what did i see last year the 15th anniversary of elf was was that oh my god don't even Probably. say that yeah, uh, jesus christ that w- was that 2003 or 2004 2003. Okay, I think. Then yeah, that yeah. Three. I think I saw the 15th anniversary release of Elf last year. Weird. Oh my god! And what did we see last year? Um, black or perfect, perfect blue. blue?
1: But it was a weird anniversary. Yeah, it was said like it was the 20th, but it was well, really it was like the 20th uh, U.S. release. That's it.
2: Um, but it was like really like the 23rd of the movie
1: coming out in Japan. It was a strange one. Yeah, good movie though. Great movie. So. Give uh, us
2: your
0: terrible segue. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say. So we finish up with our emails. So now we're gonna kind of move into our main topics, and we have two this time. Because um, I mean, I don't think we're gonna do catch ups or what you've been doing. Yeah, or no. well, We could. We but can yeah. wait. So we can do. Another. We're already we're, fifty-two we're minutes in. We're it. already <laughs> an hour in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Granted, some of this was I. I started recording. It'll end up on uh, the cutting room floor. Yeah. But. Yeah. but But. which do you guys want to talk about first we have two big media things that we got to digest here Um, okay
2: which one do you think we're going to be more positive on
1: i think we should start out positive Uh, and then um, get more negative i think that alex and i will be more positive on endgame i
0: also will be more positive on endgame seeing how the other thing has kind of played out so far
1: which is funny because if we had done this like Two weeks ago, yeah, I would have been would the other way. It would not life. have been like yeah. that, okay, right after Endgame right. Game came out. So, anyways, we're gonna talk about Avengers Endgame. We are like almost a month, we're like three weeks out from Endgame, yeah, four yeah.
2: weeks out. Three weeks, I think a month would be four uh, weeks, uh, yeah, but yeah. it's not a month yet. I think it's three weeks,
1: but we're in the third weekend of our movie draft, and it came out the week before that.
2: Yeah. So Do you see what, what I'm crunching. saying? I'm trying yeah, to say yeah, yeah. Yeah. this is
1: Avengers' fourth weekend out. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, But it's not a month because it came out on the 28th or whatever. 26th? 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 But it's the yeah. 18th now. Or whatever. <sighs> yeah. Weeks are weird. Um, yeah, let's all just drink more. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Alex is drinking orange, orange soda. soda. Um, He's
0: drinking Sunkist.
1: Let, let's be specific. I'm drinking Sunkist. None crush. of this Fanta orange or Crush. Fanta is shit. Gross. Orange Fanta is gross. I like other flavors of Fanta. um Avengers Endgame came out, and I th- what I'm trying to say is, I think we're far enough out from it that we can go spoiler yeah. heavy. So I think yeah. we're, we're, we're going to be spoiler warning. heavy for both. Like, yeah. from here forward, there's going to be a lot of spoilers, spoilers about things. So, the interesting thing before we even get started in this, have you noticed that people don't give a shit about Game of Thrones right? spoilers? People that? are throwing them around constantly. <laughs> yep. whereas that pisses pe- me off. People were so tight lipped about Endgame. Yep.
0: As somebody who hasn't been able to watch Game of Thrones live because I've been playing hockey on Sunday nights um, at 7 and 8 p.m., and by the time I get home, it's, like, sometimes after 11,
3: yep. that
0: pisses me off because, like, last week I couldn't watch it till the next day, and people are like, oh, this episode, bro. and I'm like, stop, fucking stop. If I said that about Endgame, people would be, like, unfriending me. Right. So it, I'm just – we'll and, talk about the – yeah.
1: As far as I can tell, uh, Game of Thrones is harder to see – than endgame who right. was like you have to go somewhere like or sorry, um endgame was like Hard available to, to everybody it. as opposed to like you needing like the HBO yeah. subscription yeah. Yeah. anyway anyways endgame Alex. Fuck
0: you if you're spoilers
2: so Endgame
1: was eh, was a movie. It
2: was a thing. So for for those of you who somehow don't know <sighs> I don't think we even need to do that. For some of you who don't <laughs> n- somehow know what Avengers Endgame is, uh in two thousand eight a movie came out Oh my god are we called, doing this called Iron Man. Oh, A small independent film th- called thank Iron you. Man. Thank came you for out. The A on small independent film came out called Iron Man. I went on my first date with my girlfriend at the time to go see Iron Man. She actually was that me. She actually texted me because uh, May it was May third, I think, of uh, sure. two thousand eight. She texted me May third of this year and was like, "It's been eleven years since Iron Man came out," and I was like, "Yeah, that means it's been eleven years since our first date." Um, so two thousand eight, this little independent movie called Iron Man came out it was great and it started uh, it had an after credits sequence for uh Samuel L. Jackson talking about the Avengers initiative and now 11 years later we Holy get shit. we get the conclusion not the actual conclusion to phase 3 but the penultimate movie to the first 3 phases of uh, the
1: MCU this is the climax of the infinity saga yes
2: and it is ridiculous in Every sense of the word. Like, there's ridiculousness that is awesome, there's ridiculousness that I think is stupid, and then there's ridiculousness that's just ridiculous. And you're just like, What the fuck is going on? Um But yeah, I saw it twice in theaters. It wow. was uh it was an experience.
1: Tiffany.
0: The further out I get from it, the more meh I get on it. I wow. like I really honestly have I don't I don't want to say I have nothing to say about it but I was so underwhelmed by the entire thing mm-hmm. <laughs> all right other than the very end all right look. but I, I just it it lost me in the middle it had me at the beginning it lost me in the middle and it got me at the end and like that's really i I think like without I mean I know we're talking about spoilers well, but like without without it. going into like the entire thing the the scenes that were supposed to be impactful and things that were happening were with characters that I could not care less about. And that, to me, just... I also hate Iron Man. I don't give a shit about Black Widow. I don't give a shit about Hawkeye. And that, to me, I don't like Iron Man. I have never liked Iron Man. I he know. blue just blew
1: Alex's mind. I
0: know. I don't like <laughs> Iron Man as a character. I Like, Robert Downey Jr. is great. I just don't care about Iron Man as a character. And I think that's something that For me, it's been really hard with these movies, especially the team-ups, is that I don't like every character. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's crazy to assume that everybody likes every character. Like, there are characters that I don't like and I don't care about. I don't want to say I don't like, but I don't care about. I couldn't care less about Black Widow. Mm -hmm. Like, that whole scene, I was like, all right, cool, like, whatever. So I think for me, like, having some of the focus B on characters that I didn't care about took me out of it. And I was like, just give me to the characters that I like. Give me if this movie was all about Captain America, I'm in. If it was all about Falcon, I'm in like
2: Falcon was dead for most of the movie. I know. I, know. I, don't, I don't know. So if you're
0: somebody who like me, doesn't like every single character, it was a hard, it was hard for me to be invested in character. It's hard to be invested in characters You don't care about.
1: I think that was less of an issue in Infinity War, the movie before this, because one, there was a lot more people alive, and two, at least for me, every time they cut to a new group of people, there was always at least one person in said group Mm -hmm, that I was like, Mm -hmm, I care about mm -hmm. Spider-Man here, or I care about Thor here, or I care about Captain America here, Mm -hmm. Um, as opposed to in this one, you you basically I know we don't about care this about off Nebula. Podcast.
0: Like, why the fuck do I care about Nebula and and Rhodey hanging out? I don't.
1: I've grown more to like Nebula. This was Nebula's movie. No, 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 no. Like, I love
0: Nebula, but like, I didn't wait all this time to watch a movie about Nebula
1: to see her ending. Yeah, that's what the Guardians are for, in my opinion. Yeah, but like. You're right. Like I my two least favorite OG Avengers mm-hmm. are Black Widow and Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And so like the gravitas of like the two of them talking about Budapest, is that the one that they I was always just, like, keep yeah. somebody,
0: somebody sacrifice yourself. Somebody throw yourself over the ledge. I literally don't care who it is. I do not care. Just someone kill themselves. Please. Yeah,
1: those I wasn't invested in those sequences. No, it, but there was other hard. things that was going on that I thought were amazing um just to like see behind the curtain like when they were in the past and they go or like revisit the original mm-hmm. Avengers movies. Right, right. And like so that type of greatest hits, as far as I'm concerned, really landed and was awesome and was a lot of fun to me. I love Back to the Futureing, mm-hmm. uh, Back to the Future mm-hmm. Two specifically movies when like mm-hmm. you go back to an event and you see other things that happened around what you've already yep. seen. Yep. I love when that type of stuff happens. Yep. It just it gives those other scenes more context and it's a, just a shorthand for like, you already know what's going on. Right. It's a lot of fun. I liked that. Overall, I agree with you, Tiffany. Um, while watching the movie, I was very, this is fine. And I think because it lost me in certain parts. It, like yeah, if, if I, yeah. we were with Black Widow and Hawkeye for five minutes, that's five minutes where I'm just like disengaging mm-hmm. myself from the movie yep, and it, it was yep. harder for me to get pulled back in. Yep. Four weeks out now, thinking back to it, All I can remember is the really, 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 really good things, and everything from the moment they arrive back in the present up to the end of the movie is so fucking good. I don't like that. It was amazing. It it was like the best part of Civil War that you guys movie you guys both hate stretched for thirty minutes. It was awesome. Right, the best part of Civil War, but you know, let's not talk about that shit. Yeah, Ah, fine.
2: (laughs) Um. Okay. Here's a maybe a hard question. Okay. Okay. Uh what is your favorite part of the movie? Like favorite, like be as specific or as vague as you want to be. Okay. Your favorite thing, Tiffany has so it. So wing-
0: for me, if you asked me how I wanted this movie to end, mm-hmm. it was, and I I didn't know how they were gonna arrive at, arrive at it, but I was like, it needs to be Captain America. It needs to be. Agent Carter, they need to be having their dance and they need to be whatever. So the fact that this movie literally ends with that Mm -hmm. was fucking amazing. And I'll just watch that last five minutes. And that to me was like the most perfect, beautiful, magical, wonderful thing. And and I hate it. And I didn't hate all the time travel, but I hate time travel typically. And I don't like it. And I'm like, you know, I don't even care. I don't Mm. even care how this works or how they arrived at it. It happened. And it's on screen, and I love it, and I cried, and it was amazing. So that was my favorite part of that movie. Hard stop. Want to watch that
2: forever.
1: Hard stop. Okay. Uh, Captain America wielding Mjolnir and using <laughs> it to fucking body Thanos yeah. is easily the best part of the movie for me. Um, and all of that other mm-hmm. stuff around that, yep. specifically like Thor dual wielding Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, yep. yeah. so yeah. fucking yep. cool. Yep. Um, portals opening? The portals opening yeah. sequence was the – like. I, a lot of people I've read have been, like, very emotional and very, like, eh, I'm crying over this movie um, <laughs> type of stuff. That was the only moment where I got, like, chills during yep. the movie. Um, on your left. <sighs> oh, so good. Um, yeah. Like, Iron Man dying didn't affect me. No. Um, Black Widow dying scene, didn't affect like, me. The, the funeral the scene was, this? they all clearly shot that on green screens nowhere near each other. Mm. That was annoying. Um. Basically, the big the big moment for me though is Captain America using Mjolnir to fight Thanos. Yep. What about yourself, Alex? So my
2: favorite part of the movie was Black Widow and Hawkeye fighting for the Soul Stone.
0: Stop it! Was
2: it really literally my favorite oh my part God. of the movie? So the part we've been talking and about. and listening oh to God, you guys I'm rip sorry. on it for the last ten minutes. I'm, I'm just like that was amazing. I I'm loved sorry. it. Sorry, why? Yeah, why? I. I because i never cared about these characters and this movie made me care about these characters like ah. this movie did such a good job of making me care about hawkeye from the moment the movie started like okay, that that, that was opening, amazing. The opening that opening was se- sequence yep. With, yep. with him was yep. amazing yep, I agree. and then like watching his character become ronin or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's called, called ronin uh watching that fight with like the, the, Yakuza, the, or whatever. the Yakuza or whatever was cool and then watching because th- they've always had a very interesting relationship Hawkeye and Black Widow yeah. and and I've that's the reason I like I never mm-hmm. like them when it's not the two of them on screen together okay like I've I never bought into like the Black Widow Hulk uh, like love yeah. story. that was always, I, always that, that was always kind of like weird that. to me but like whenever it was Black Widow and Hawkeye they had such good chemistry together so I really enjoyed watching them like, walk up and talk to our red skull and be like, okay. And they're being like kind of quippy with each other. And then like, once it starts to set in, they're like, Oh, okay. So we need to do something. And then they're both like, yeah, I'm going to do it. But like they decided on their own and then they fight each other and it's awesome. And you guys are the worst.
0: I, 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 ah. I just don't feel it. I don't, I don't, and I don't know if it's because Hawkeye wasn't in the last movie I don't know. I just have never cared about them and this movie didn't make me care about them.
1: This is not my opinion that I'm about to say, but I agree with it. I'm not mm-hmm. the, okay. I, it was not my original thought. Right, right. right. Um so the whole sequence in general around getting the soul stone yep. is kind of gross. Yep. Um, Like the concept, yep. in, in the original movie as well, the concept of having to literally kill somebody else. Yep. And like, yeah. and it's sending a lot a soul of like, for a soul. We, but it's sending a lot of like weird yeah. mixed messages, yeah. especially if you like view the Thanos Gamora relationship from like as fucked up as it is. Yep. Whereas... Thanos' favorite thing in the world is Gamora, and we've heard all of the terrible, terrible, terrible things that he's done to her. And, like, so I don't... I don't know much about, like, abuse culture. That's what right. I was just going to say. It's but it, like a it, weird... it's really yeah. playing into that, and yep. it's a little bit gross. Yep. So, I, But having a villain do something like this, I understand that. He yep. is a villain. He's the bad guy.
0: Um, but at the same time, we see in Infinity War how he protected her and whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? He like, he
1: still made her and Gamora fight he constantly. He did, and, or her or not but, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: but we still see that. Kind of like glimmer of like, okay, he really did like kind of, yeah, it's protect her it, a, little it's bit. a fucked up relationship, and but like he's, he's still... proud of what he made her become,
1: yeah, as messed right. up as it yeah. is, the yeah. best yeah. assassin in the world, yeah, the, yeah, universe. yeah, so like, I. So get regardless, that. Thanos' solution to get this is to kill somebody. So yep. wouldn't it thematically have been better and made more sense for the heroes to find some way to, this is everybody's favorite word on the internet right now, subvert that? Yeah. Like a heroic yeah. way of res- retrieving the Soul Stone without grossly killing your best friend or having your best friend sacrifice your
0: themselves? One female Avenger. I another people other, that, are kind
1: of thing. on that's that. That's a loaded I, thing as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um,
2: I, I think that... It would have been too much bullshit to try and get around that, because then you killed Gamora for no reason. Yeah, and yeah. then it lessens her death in the previous movie, which they're clearly gonna retcon anyways. And I don't think so. Like twenty fourteen, Gamora's kind of come back. Yeah, but twenty
1: fourteen is not the
2: Gamora character. Right, but which it's still, bring- hard it's still bringing Gamora Ugh. back, which is st- I hate dumb time as fuck. Travel. This okay. Um we're 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 getting we're getting to a point where I wanna then getting in the weeds p- pose here. my second question. Yep. What's your
1: least favorite thing about this movie?
0: Thanos. <sighs> Two thousand fourteen Thanos. What the fuck? <laughs> my least favorite thing
1: about this movie is the rat. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> um. for, me, for me it's going back and it's like the stupid bullshit Thanos that mm. like had like makes I think I think hashtag Joy- not my Thanos. Hashtag not my Thanos, but like who makes all his minions do all his work for him. He literally right. just fucking sits there.
2: Yeah, but he spins a helicopter uh, uh Thanos is thing. the worst helicopter goddamn blade.
0: part of this movie. He's I, not I the think. same ex- like Thanos yeah. in Infinity War. I was like, holy fuck yeah, he was awesome. Oh my god, holy shit. Whoa. And this movie, and I was like, why?
1: I have a fundamental Why? problem with time travel. I hate re- time using, travel. Using time travel to replace other characters oh. in general. Because regardless, no matter what, those are not the same characters that right. we know. This is not the Gamora who has grown to love yeah. Peter. This is a Gamora who doesn't even know who Peter Quill I is. Know. Right, right, I so I don't know how Guardians 3 is going to rect- rectify that. Right. Like if, Even if they go find Gamora... This isn't Gamora. Like it's it, so I have issues with that regardless. But uh serious talk, I think that the worst part of the movie is when all the ladies got together on screen and they all ran together down the football field. That was the worst part of the movie. I hate women. Worst that part was of the clearly movie. A joke. Uh,
0: how they how they fucking foreshadowed Captain Marvel being such a big part of it and then she was in it for three minutes.
1: Captain Marvel should not have been in this she movie. She should
0: not she shouldn't she have been 100% in this movie. 100 percent
2: nailed what my actual least favorite favorite part of this movie. They,
0: they, they set fucking her You know, you go, Uh, you go, because I'm mad about it. They
2: fucking made this huge deal about setting up Captain Marvel before Endgame comes out. It's like the end credits scene for Infinity War is them calling for Captain Marvel. The they release Captain Marvel beforehand and they're like, yeah, Captain Marvel. Specifically like, so she's we know who she is. Right, right, yeah, this she's movie.
0: the strongest woman and, in the universe.
2: And then they use her as a deus fucking ex machina. Twice. Both, like, twice for the movie. Wait, hold on. What does okay, that mean? I don't so, know what that means, deus sorry. deus ex machina is when the writers basically write themselves in a co- into a corner okay. and they go... Fuck, we need to make something up, make up yep. like this new machine, uh, or, or okay. introduce it, this new thing yep, that yep. can fix this it, problem. It, it, it literally it.
1: Okay. means like from the word of God right. or something okay. like that. Okay. So, right. So it's like I've, God I've, has intervened.
2: I've heard that term, I've just never right. knew what it meant. So cool. they, they use her as a Deus Ex Machina twice. Yes. And it and it fucking pissed me off. So oh. at the beginning of the movie, Tony Stark is like giving this this like. Oh a, my a, god. Like, beautiful message to pepper and, it, and, it, and it's like so great watching him like wither away he Ugh. looks like a fucking coke Ugh.
1: addict like he's that, just that cgi was amazing i was
0: gonna say that was my other favorite part of the movie him freaking the fuck out that, i was like that was the one moment oh yeah. i was like i ooh,
2: he, ooh. he was like yeah, doing this and they yeah. falls asleep and and then captain
1: marvel shows up uh
2: I'm I'm
0: and literally the people next to me in the theater were like, oh, I hate this already. And I was like, go shut. And, your and I'm face." Like, and I'm like, I okay. have less
1: of issues with this because, like, we've seen her show up on Earth. So we assume the other Avengers have told her about where Tony went.
0: Her line of dialogue was like, you won't see me for a while. Who,
1: that was wait, still, wait, hold on.
2: Who knew where Tony was going? Wong. Wong. OK, <laughs> there's no
1: way Wong didn't tell everyone else. Was Wong still alive? Uh, I think so. Maybe he was um, there was a poster of him <laughs> before the movie oh came out uh, and he was not snapped. OK, so he wasn't snapped, but he knew where Tony was. He knew. I assume he knew where Dr. Street. He could have looked. I don't know. I think yeah. Wong Who? just opened a portal.
2: Every single person other than Nebula and Tony that were on Titan were gone. Yep. Except for Thanos. So he's the only other person that knew where, where Tony was. So they get in a ship and they fly for 22 days. So that now they're in the middle of, the fucking, of fucking space, middle of nowhere space, which is huge, yep. in the middle of the universe, yep. and
1: Captain Marvel just happens to be traveling from point yep. A to point B, yep. point B being Earth, yep. and finds them. Yep. Uh, no, I think she went to Earth first. They told him, her on Earth that- But- Nope. We don't know, because no, she, she just the, shows up in the movie. No, when she drops have, him off, they, they don't, they're not like, who the fuck are you?
0: But they don't show that in
1: the movie. They show it in so the post-credits scene to Captain Marvel. You had Marvel. to have seen
0: Captain Marvel to, to, to have her have like a reason to be there. Which so is who stupid.
2: told them where? Or told her specifically <laughs> where to go because the universe is a huge fucking place. If they if she they were just like, oh, Tony's trapped somewhere out in space. How do they know he didn't get snapped? Nobody knew that nobody Tony was hundred percent still alive in a spaceship somewhere. This was just the writers going, we wrote ourselves into a corner. Rocket rocket,
1: knew. No. Yes. No, he didn't. No,
2: he didn't. (laughs) You go fuck yourself. Nobody knew. There's no way around it other than they're using Captain Marvel as a deus ex machina because they couldn't let Tony die then and there. Yep. That's it. That's it. You're never going to convince me otherwise. So going to do it. A, Captain Marvel's stupid. She's not stupid. So, she was no, no, poorly no. misused. Oh, no, no, I think uh, Captain Marvel's amazing yeah, I know I in know, I know. the movie Captain Marvel. Yeah. In this movie she's, as a whole, ugh. she's awful. Like, yep. Period. Yep. End of sentence. Yep. Um, yep. But then I'm going to continue, continue <laughs> talking. So then she goes to Earth. She has, you know, a cool conversation with uh, the Avengers where she's like, yeah, I'm a badass. And, and then I'm she's gonna, like, he will me. And then she's like, fuck you guys, I'm out. No, and she's then, not
1: out. No, she goes with them to Titan.
2: Yeah, she goes with them to Titan, which is also awesome. Not Titan. Or wherever. Or, 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 wherever, 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 wherever. Yeah. The gardens. Yeah. Uh, then... Where
0: Thanos is in a fucking t-shirt.
2: And then five <laughs> years later, yep. fuck you guys, I'm out.
0: With her bitchin' haircut, though. But bitchin', also, bitchin that, haircut. who wrote that dialogue? You won't see me for a you while. You won't see me for a
2: while. And I understand... Why are you Why? Like, okay, do did, did, did they have no way of contacting her?
1: I don't, you, okay. I don't like, know. Okay. Because
2: I think we're supposed to assume that because her reasoning for leaving was the universe is a big place. I need to protect a lot of different planets Makes where, sense. where half the people have disappeared from all of these planets. So it makes sense to me that she would go. When they came up with a plan and finally like discovered time travel and they were like, we can solve all of the universe's problems. They didn't think, hey, let's call yeah. her up, this super fucking powerful w- woman who can like, Help us with this plan. They didn't think, like, nope. we should call her and be like, hey, we, we have a, a plan to solve this. You should show up. Like, nope. I'm fine with her being gone while they're trying to create time travel, but she should come back and be there for literally the rest of the movie. But no, nope, they're just like, no. Fuck you, Captain Marvel. Let's fast forward to the final battle of the movie. Okay, everybody's fighting. Uh, uh, oh, God, there's a huge ship in the air that is just raining down mortar on all of our favorite characters. There's nothing that could stop this ship. Up, oh, Captain Marvel's here. Let me. Captain Marvel's here to solve your problems.
0: <laughs> I saw, I saw a Tumblr post that was like, Captain. It was like, I forget the the how it starts, but it was like, okay, we need to figure out a way to this. And Captain, you know, uh, Avengers, like we need to figure out a solution. And then Captain Marvel, how would I body my way through a spaceship? No, like Avengers, silence. Captain Marvel. Yeah, I agree. That's my best trait. Um, like, they fucking nerfed her for this movie. They set her up to be this, like, oh, my God, she's the most powerful woman in the galaxy.
2: What the fuck? What it, the
0: fuck?
2: Yeah. The use of Captain Marvel in this movie it's
0: bullshit. was
2: fucking awful.
0: Bullshit. I agree with you as Captain Marvel's number one fan.
2: They literally used her twice. That's all they really used her time. She
1: also, so three times. She also she, needed the help of every female right. character. She, the strongest she, person yep, in the yep. universe, needed the help of of Gamora, yep. uh, someone who can stab really well, yep. to fly uh, the gauntlet to Tony. Right, right. Nebula should have been holding so, the gauntlet. It should have been a non superpowered character. Can we I just like
0: that. at some point? Can we stop pretending that these people that write these movies give a shit about female characters because they clearly. Fucking don't. They're like, here, here's a shot of every well, female character. See, don't you love it? It's like, can we stop pandering and just give us what we fucking want? The, just give us their force. They're Please. told, they're
2: told that they're supposed to care about female characters, which is why they pretend to. And they
0: pretend to. It's and like, it's so fucking obvious. I, here's the shot. Don't you love it?
2: I, I hated that shot, but I liked what it was trying to do. Yeah. Like, I think it could have been done. And you're going to hear me say those words a lot when we talk about Game of Thrones. I think it could have been done in a much more, like, delicate and cool way. Yeah. Like, why just like, why just show us all these females just, like, show up in one spot for no fucking for reason. No reason? There's a huge battle going on around so, you, and you're all showing up. Why?
0: So I compare this to the fight on Wakanda in Infinity War, yep. where you have Scarlet Witch, you have... Um, I can't say you mean the scalloway's black widow Oyoki, oki or oki Yeah, I know who you're talking um, about. Um and um black, black widow, widow. And like that feels so natural. Like they're yep. just there in the same place and they're fighting and they're fighting right. um, Proxima Midnight. Yes. That was and also the
1: hoorah women mo- moment right. on yes, that movie.
0: But that, but that feels, one... they're in the same place. It feels earned. It feels natural. That's not it, like, hey, yeah. all of the women are lined up together because maybe their periods are all synced together and they're in the same place at the same time. That's
1: not what I read from the movie, but if that was your interpretation, <laughs> then okay. So,
0: <laughs> so when I watched the scene originally, I was like, okay, this is cool. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, they fucking shoehorn." Cause what I was thinking about was how they treated Captain Marvel. And I was like, they fucking shoehorn this shit in. Yeah. They're going to kill oh, yeah. black widow without even a fucking, she doesn't get a fucking funeral. Everybody cries about it and they're like, whatever. And then we have this one shot of them all lined up. And that's, that's our superhero female rallying cry. Like that's what we get. And it's really a fucking, like it's a fucking travesty for female, superhero fans. I and agree. it makes me upset and angry.
1: Very fair.
2: So yeah, my least favorite thing was uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. 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 I didn't get angry about this at all. I, you I, can I, cut I, the I part where my mic <laughs> fell on me. That was funny.
1: Um, I, I don't like how they handled... I love and hate how they handled Thanos. Ugh. I loved the how they just fucking killed him I 20 do, minutes like into the that. movie. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I agree. I don't think Thanos should have come back. I think that they should have, like, Mm -hmm. while they were doing time travel or doing something like that, I wish that they had encountered either some other villain in the past. Mm -hmm. Like, even if Loki had come back and had tried to do something, I wish that they, like, it wasn't Thanos that they were, that was the big final battle. It was some other form of a villain. If only Um,
2: Loki had, like, not just come back in part of the movie just to set up a television show. Uh, I know.
0: Can I say my other complaint about of course. Endgame, which is really stupid? So, <laughs> my other least favorite part. Particularly, it's when Ant Man's coming back and he's walking through the city. And there's all this trash everywhere. Yeah. So half of the population is wiped out. And I've had people try to be like, oh, well, everyone's devastated and half the population, blah, blah, blah. But in five years, so, they didn't make it. So in garbage five man. years, because there's another scene where one of the Russo brothers, is it one of the Russo brothers? is yes. like, oh, he's the first gay character on, I'm so sick of that bullshit, too. Oh, we're having our first gay Avenger. We have our first gay character on the screen. It's like, no, that's not what we want. I like we don't her. We don't want... A female character, just because we want a female character, we want it to feel earned and we want it to mean something. I
1: agree. We don't
0: want you to just go, this guy is gay. Don't you love it? Like We want it to feel earned and part of it.
1: So I thought that wasn't terrible because it was so no, 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 no. non. It, it like wasn't it, it, that I had an issue. It, with there was no attention brought to it. It was it just natural. It wasn't that, but I it was after it. the
0: movie and and the Russo it. brothers like, "There's the first gay Avengers right. coming. We have, the, we have There's uh, one okay. of the Avengers is gay." Oh
1: yeah, they said they came out and said that they think that one of the female Avengers is gay or something like that. Stop or like, doing that. That's, that's not her. what we want. <laughs> that's that's J.K. Rowling. That right is there.
2: not
0: what we want. We don't want you <laughs> to to be like, oh oh, this <laughs> character's gay. Don't. Anyway, but Just the fact that gay. so they're talking about in their they have the support group, which is cool. But he's like, Oh, we went out to dinner and we did all this stuff and whatever. And, and but we're seeing these f- these flyover shots of like the empty stadium right. and the empty streets and all, and the trash piled up yeah. when, when Ant Man is walking. I'm like, Have, have, has the trash not been collected in five yeah. years? Have, have people not gone back to work, back to school, back to whatever? To, and I understand that half the population is wiped out. Everybody has lost somebody. This is what people have said. Oh, everybody lost someone. I'm like, but you wouldn't try to regain that sense of normalcy for the sake of the people that are still left. You wouldn't try to put together a baseball team and play baseball. You wouldn't yep. try to uh, take, a, you know, people need to take out the trash. People need to go to school. People need yeah. to run restaurants. Like, you wouldn't try. So that post-apocalyptic thing Five years later didn't yeah. read to me. I'm like, this oh, doesn't yeah. make sense to me.
2: 100 percent
0: I, I don't understand why we have well, Ken Jong as a well, fucking that's, security that's, guard. That was the
1: part to me that was like, what? So there they don't have garbage men in this um yeah. snapped 50% people gone. Yep. No garbage men to collect the the garbage in where where's Sam Ant-Man lives? San Francisco, San Francisco. one of the most populated yeah. cities in the world. Yeah. Right. But um Kim uh, Ken Jong is a security guard at a fucking storage <laughs> facility yep. that okay and, and, and so stupid. clearly somebody towed Scott's van to the storage facility right. stored it somebody stored it yep. right. for 5 years and they have a security guard but there's no garbage right man.
2: well that, like, that that also means that there was tow trucks so yeah. there there were tow there was tow truck there's security guards but apparently the fucking world has gone to shit. Yeah,
0: yeah and that didn't, that didn't read for me. and, and I've I did said
1: like that... this movie. I just want to say that.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to say I... that I, I really liked this movie. But it's also uh, infuriating.
0: I didn't love this movie. And I'm going to be honest. I didn't love it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I Thanos sucked. I didn't like Thanos. I loved 2014 the Thanos. I didn't like 2014 Thanos. Like, there were just too many parts of it that I didn't like. That just leave me three or four weeks later
2: feeling, meh. I, th- I think I've definitely cooled on it more than I thought yeah. I would afterwards. Um, I I think... Does anybody else have anything spe- no.
1: specific that they want to talk really. about? really. I loved Fat Thor. Okay. <laughs> I loved Fat Thor so fucking much. Uh, he was the best. Fat fat,
2: th- Shaming. Th- fat Thor was probably my second least favorite thing about this movie. Really? After, I after loved Fat after, Thor. After... Um, uh, Captain Marvel. I thought that he was too much of a joke. I I was fine mm-hmm. with him being fat. Yeah. But I I thought they made him too much of a joke for like the entirety of the movie. Mm-hmm. That I, it felt caricaturish Yep. I wish they had leaned more on his like, the depression, PTSD, or, yeah. Yeah. depression yeah, yeah, yeah. feelings because that felt real to me. When that stuff came up, when that boiled up, I was yeah. like, yes, I'm in. Because,
1: like, I think Rocket said Thanos yes. or something like that. And, like, Thor was just like, don't. When yep, yep, like
2: that stuff yeah. boiled up, I was on board. And, and when, even him
0: going to talk to his mom. Yep, when oh. he went to talk to his mom, was
2: so I, w- I was on board. When he caught Mjolnir and was like, I'm still worthy, I was yep. on board. Yep. But for the most part, he just felt not three-dimensional enough yeah. for, for somebody yeah. that was supposed to be going through this. Like it's pretty big. I ruined the world because I didn't kill Thanos when I had the chance that mm-hmm. that's what he, like what his character yeah. boiled yeah. down to for this movie. And they didn't push that feeling hard enough for me. I wanted more of it. Like I always expect a lot from Thor because he's one of my favorite of the yeah. Avengers from the movies. And I, it, it felt like a huge, misstep for me like i I, go sorry i really i really disliked it i thought thor was one of my least favorite characters in the movie i
1: liked it i I thought it was yes um he was a little too happy go lucky for the depression but the depression did come through from time to time um and i it was very in keeping with the character that we've set up over the last couple of movies specifically ragnarok yeah um and i mean i i really can't speak to this but i know People handle depression and mm-hmm. like yeah, their yeah. outwardness of depression varies right. from person to person. Yeah. Some people completely shut down and turn it into jokes, yeah, yeah. or yeah. some yeah. people, you yeah. know, just like withdraw into themselves. Yeah, yeah. And clearly, Thor was coping with it in is some form. Oh
2: yeah, yeah so I, I, I was just gonna say this. I thing. don't necessarily disagree. I don't think that comedy is not a, a form of coping with depression. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I just don't think that his comedy was very good. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, I guess that's my problem with it.
0: I was going to say th- the the same thing about Thor with handling depression, but the other scene that I totally forgot that I fucking hated was Hulk in the diner.
2: talking. Oh, oh. It
0: just went on too long. He's I like, really, let me jab for you, kids. And I'm like, okay, we, oh, we need to move on from this. Stupid. We need to move on from this. Scene. I liked
2: Ant-Man being upset that they didn't want a photo yeah, with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. that liked scene that.
0: went on too long. like yeah. Those kids were just standing there, and I was like, all
2: right, I'm fucking." It, I'm it did done. go on, on a little too this. long. I, I really liked... What do they call him when he's... Professor. Professor Hulk? There's Professor
1: Hulk. There's a couple other words for it. Professor Hulk is one Green I've heard the most. Or, or uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. 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 Green? Mr. Fixit. Mr. Mr. Fixit is the name of the character okay. in the yeah. comics. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. um, I, I I was trying to remember what he's called in the comics. Because I was yeah.
1: like, yeah, that sounds.
2: Cool. I think it's Mr. So fix it. I really, I really liked that. I wish yeah.
1: we had gotten to see him do that. Him do that. Well, that would have been so cool. It's it, like, I this is another thing I saw. I was reading online the last scene with Hulk proper is Hulk getting his ass handed to him by Thanos. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have yep. not seen the character of Hulk right. since then. Yep. um, like he popped out once or twice to be like, No, I don't want to come out or yep. whatever, but that was it. Like, we never get a resolution to the Hulk banner yep. storyline, we're just shown the aftermath, yep. and that robs us of a character moment yep. for Hulk. I 100 agree. I, are, Bruce Banner I think got the short end of the stick in this movie specifically because of that type of stuff. I agree. All of his development happened off-screen and then everything else rings hollow to me like when um yeah. Black Widow dies, yep. it's like oh he's 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 sad now, but like we yeah. we never got a continuation of their relationship yep. from Ultron. It's it just like were they together? Were they not together? We don't know. It yep. seems like she was too focused on her mission in order to have a relationship with him. Also he's a big green monster now. Well, with a big green dong. Uh, I'm Ooh. marking that just in case Tiffany wants to mark. Big green we can dong, talk about say. big green dongs. Okay. But like so it doesn't seem like they were in a relationship so then him being like, oh no, she's gone. It, yeah. it felt like everybody everyone kind of glossed over her death pretty quick.
2: Yeah, that was one of the most disappointing things for me.
1: Although I guess it was like they only it was like an hour yep. from when they did that to when they had to like redo the snap type right. of thing. Eh.
2: Um, eh. Also, can we talk about how um, Hawkeye kept his wife. No, that's cell- awesome. cell phone. That, line is, that open was for good five story. Years. <laughs> That was good. St- <laughs> he was paying a family plan for five years. But There's no way either- he was to. a rich. cell phone company that apparently still exists in <laughs> the <laughs> uh, post-apocalypse.
0: But there are no trash men. Yeah. No one's picking up the trash bar. We People don't know the trash still men, their but their Verizon's
2: phones. still around. What
1: I do not care what either of you have to say about this. That was such a good um use of story that was such good storytelling couldn't like, it have just been a landline please that was no you
2: need to see like that
1: everyone's no, no, no. back it's fine if it it's worked. his cell phone was so good
2: his cell phone going off great but couldn't it have just been a call from from home
1: maybe it was
2: yeah, M- it, may- said, may- it may- said his wife's name did it wife's cell no may-
1: it, said, it said laura okay so when uh, he who? was before he retired maybe he just hadn't changed his phone because when he had moved out uh when he was um being an avenger you think it was just Laura? It like, would say home, would it? Yeah. I mean, who, would,
2: who would put their home number not as home?
1: Uh, Hawkeye, who kept it a secret.
2: I, I disagree.
1: Boo. Hawkeye, who he kept, kept it his, his wife a
2: secret. a secret. Why? Why would she have a photo in her contacts?
1: Huh? It's because it's Laura. It doesn't say wife. It doesn't say wife. Has it's a just photo. It just says Laura. You can track her down from that. It's just Laura. You don't know who Laura
2: is. She's a friend. Hate it. I like I Tiffany mean, right now.
0: There are no trash men, but people are paying the cell phone bills. What
2: the
1: fuck? Do, do you like what I scream?
2: <laughs> I love I like, it. I'm
1: happy that you're at least stepping back from it. <laughs> Thank you. So, so we're not clipping hard. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> um, okay. I'm done talking Last question. Oh, last, you have a last question? Last question for Endgame. This is going to be an easy one. Yes, it was a good movie. Last question for Endgame. This is going to be a real easy one. I would like for you each individually Ooh. to give me your ranking of all four Avengers movies, starting with number four and moving up to number one. Okay? So Kay. bottom rank. Ultron. Uh, Ultron for me as well. Also Ultron. Okay.
0: Ultron, I think, ranks pretty low on my entire it, ranking yeah. of, of Marvel movies, period. Okay.
1: okay period. It, it, it's, it's probably Endgame after that. Endgame for me as well.
0: Yeah. No, it okay. have to be Endgame. Okay. Yep.
1: Okay. And this is where I think we're going to start to deviate. For me, it's probably Infinity War next. Okay. For me, it's Infinity War.
0: For me, it's original Avengers. I, that's Ooh. what I
1: thought. And then last is yep.
0: Avengers.
2: Avengers. So, so we have the exact same list. Yes. Yeah. And you only differ on regular yeah. Avengers versus Infinity War. Just because
0: War. like, watching Avengers was great, but coming out of Infinity War, when Dwight's like, oh my God. And I couldn't form sentences for like a half an hour after. I was so blown away by what Infinity War did and that they had the balls to do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just such an amazing experience for me. And not that Avengers, the first Avengers wasn't because the yeah. first Avengers was such a cool experience, but the the way I felt after Infinity War, like, it was... I was, cr- like, crushed yeah. after Infinity War. It, it was... It felt visceral and real, and that's why I think the fact that Endgame... I feel like let me down. Mm. I think that's why I have I have really really harsh on Endgame because I loved Infinity War so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The
2: The garbage garbage man really bothered me too. So
1: (laughs) I'm
0: glad it wasn't just me.
1: The original Avengers, I don't think is going to age exceptionally well. The further out it already doesn't. I know it doesn't. It's it's a little bit rougher to go back and rewatch it. But I think. I'm still too close to Infinity War to mm-hmm. bump that up right mm-hmm. now. They might switch for me eventually. I think Infinity War is a better paced movie yeah. because yeah. the original Avengers is more than just the Battle of New York. Right. Oh, the yeah. stuff in the middle drags. It feels like a bad TV show at yeah. times because that's yeah. what Joss Whedon makes. Yeah. Shots. Wow. <laughs> I cooled on
3: Joss wow. Whedon after
0: his All Is Avenger shit.
3: <laughs>
1: not, not, I'm, I'm mostly just, yeah. I'm speaking hyperbolically, but he's a TV director. Yeah. So, and that shows for those middle dialogue sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, Infinity War, I think, moves very briskly and I'm constantly engaged and interesting, but it's only act one mm-hmm. of a larger story. So, that's where it yeah. loses points for me. And sadly, act two wasn't nearly as good. But act I three agree. was amazing. Shots but fired. act three was amazing. Of what? Uh, it the, I'm talking about once Thanos shows up and they oh. fight him. That's Act 3. In That's Act 3? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, the, well wouldn't uh, act, act 2 act also two be part of Infinity War? <laughs> no, Act... No way. Infinity War is all Act 1. The inciting okay. incident oh. is the snap, as okay. far as I'm concerned. Okay. Or Catalyst 1 is the snap, well, which, then, is, which is what ends... Then Act 2 is awful yeah act, yep. act two is there's the the, the the ramp down from the uh Ugh. from the snap and then right. there's act two as far as i'm concerned is time heist and time heist for the most part is a lot of fun and good yeah Yeah, but
0: it's fun and good it's not there's no gravitas to it it didn't feel like
1: this was a victory so, lap so like, what i was
0: gonna say is there was never a time in this movie where i felt like they were gonna lose i never felt that where i felt in infinity war they're gonna they're going to lose. They're, they're, they're not going to make it out of this. But in end game, I was like, it never felt for a second that they were going to lose. They they're going to fuck this up. Like, I'm like, people are going to die, but there's no way they're going to lose. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Like there was no part in that movie where I was like, Oh my God. oh Oh my God. It was just like, they're, they're going to win. They're oh. going to win by whatever means necessary. And like, that's, Hard to digest.
2: How long have we been talking about
1: this? A minute, uh, a minute and thirty. No, we're on one hour thirty-three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I like it. It's, no, no, no. It's okay. I'm okay, ten minutes of is a So, while...
2: so here's what I have to say about Endgame. This is my last thoughts on Endgame. Okay,
1: good. Then I'm gonna go on for another half an hour. I so
2: wish Thanos is, had gotten the Gauntlet, done his snap, gotten rid of everyone, and just replaced them with new people, and he won. Because that would have been a better ending.
1: Wow. Okay. I'm gonna drop the mic now. I disagree, but okay, <laughs> You're going to drop it in your lap. I already did that once. <laughs> you yeah. did. I think that overall, this was a very good movie. Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. There's a couple parts where I wasn't engaged. I think that those things that you guys have been harping on, I don't think are overall super important to the... like the garbage men isn't important to I know, them I know. defeating disagree. Thanos. Disagree. Okay, fair. See, Obviously you disagree. It's but important to the world that you're building, though.
0: Yeah, it's hard because it, those are things that take me out of the movie.
1: That's been an issue with the Avengers movie or mm-hmm. just the Marvel superhero movies in general mm-hmm. as of late is I don't think they've done enough people on the street moments. Yep, right. Yep. I agree. Um, just like, you don't get the, I think Sokovia was probably the last time we really right. got something, which is in Age of Ultron. Yeah, which is the um, best Avengers yeah. movie. We just talked about it. Yeah, yeah obviously. Did. Um But that, I think, is the last time that they truly, Joss Whedon is good at that. Um, yeah. It, um, and we're going to talk about this very soon but the most recent episode of Game of Thrones actually did this amazingly where they had two civilians who we've never met before who we follow through the battle and that gives you like another perspective of it that I think is also a good emotional through line. Joss Whedon does that yeah. with the people in like there's always like one or two civilians that you see. Um, yeah, that yeah. that like, Ashley Johnson's the one in the first movie and I don't remember. Ashley Johnson, yeah, yeah.
2: She was the waitress.
1: Exactly, but she is someone you see her multiple times and so it's like somebody... It, it, it's a civilian that you're connecting with, and like the later do that movies, street level, exactly, yeah. and in yeah. like after Ultron, that I can remember, they don't really do that, and yeah. so you all you're focusing on these these big superheroes smashing into each other. Right. You're not seeing you the see effects, the which Infinity which War nobody tried picking to do, up their trash. but they clearly failed on that. Right. No garbage run. I think we can all agree that the Russo brothers are hacks, and. We can move on. Mean, honestly,
2: the last great movie that I think the Russo brothers made was Winter Soldier. Yep. If I'm being perfectly honest, I'm I love Infinity War. I don't think Winter Soldier holds up. I don't. I love Infinity War, but that doesn't scream Russo brothers to me because mm-hmm. there were mm-hmm. so many hands in that cookie jar, <laughs> or however you want to <laughs> phrase it. Winter Bec- Soldier is good because they they've already good. said like different sequences were allowed to be like. Directed by different directors yep. to, yep. to yep. make sure that he didn't like James Gunn do all James the James Gunn directed stuff. directed pretty much all the Guardian stuff. So like, yes, Infinity War is a great movie, but it's not a Russo brothers movie in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Neither is Endgame probably because yeah. they were filmed all at the same time. Yeah, but let's be honest, Russo brothers are terrible directors. The,
1: the best part of Endgame is the final fight. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, and that was all done pre-Vis, anyways. Yeah. What was the best part? Oh, you you liked the very last. I shot. don't
0: think the final fight was that great.
1: I and think I on that okay. note, so
0: so so, and I totally forgot this until this this moment where I'm talking about that giant man um, punched a flying wizard. Unpopular opinion. I'm gonna say this. I'm throwing this out there. I think the fight in Ready Player One was better
1: than the fight in oh, Endgame. Oh yeah, that's actually been something you've mentioned. Shots fired. And
0: I am sticking by it. You know what? You know what? In Ready Player One, I could see everything. I could follow everything. In this, I was like, everything's dark. Everything's handheld. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Now there are all the women standing together.
2: Oh. And. Well, if we're just making bold statements, <laughs> then I'm just going to go ahead and say, Big
1: Bang Theory is a better written show than Game of Thrones Season 8. <laughs> you, you were done talking about this.
0: I am. So, that, so
1: strike that from the I record. I am
0: standing by it. I enjoyed the last battle scene in Ready Player One more than I enjoyed the last fight in Endgame. I'm saying it, and I don't care. Fight me.
2: Um, um, I feel I, very attacked. I would give <laughs> Endgame a solid seven out of ten. I think it was a good movie. There was a lot to enjoy about the movie, but there's also a lot that I could harp on. I haven't even harped on everything I didn't I like about the movie. I know. I know. Um, because I feel like we're talking shit about it too much.
1: Because that's how I feel. There's
2: a lot that I liked about the movie. That being said, this movie was not perfect. Definitely not perfect. And I agree with that. Anybody that claims that it's perfect is a a Marvel shill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I saw people online saying it was a masterpiece, and I was like, did we watch the same fucking movie? Because this is not a masterpiece Um, by any stretch of the imagination. I just said the fight in Ready Player One was better than the fight in Endgame. Well, she's not also, a masterpiece. Drunk, so. I'm not
1: sure. No, not. she's good. I, I, know, I know. I
0: am going to, I'm like, ooh, do I want, ooh.
1: Do you want another one? Do you want to split one?
0: <gasps> yeah, let's split one.
1: Okay.
2: You guys should go get a beer. They're very big. They're and I'll, I'll vamp artist. while we wait for uh, Game of Thrones.
1: Okay, okay. yeah. Let's Which hit. I'm going to be even more negative on. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. I, I also Endgame. might join you. I'm oh going to be God. even How more negative. How am I the voice of reason in this episode? Oh, uh,
2: like, I've said that I, I really liked Endgame. Great movie. I didn't love it. Seven out of ten.
0: The fact that that movie ended exactly what? how I wanted that movie to end is the only thing that saves it and what the fact would you... that um, that Falcon is going to take up the mantle mm-hmm. makes me so excited and happy.
1: What yeah. would you give this movie out of 10, Tiffany?
0: I'm probably going to give it a 6, out of, 10. six
1: out of 10. It did
0: enough that I think it wrapped things up and like if if Iron Man never comes back, if Cap never comes back, like if it's some of these people I'm okay with where they ended. Mm-hmm but I didn't love it. I didn't think it was a masterpiece. I didn't think it was the ending that this this entire 22 movie arc was building towards. Coming off of something like Infinity War that was unbelievable and unprecedented in in, in cinema. It, like just what they did, the way they balanced the characters, I don't think that they did a good job of it in Endgame.
2: I honestly would have been happier if Infinity War was the end of the saga. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, you already said that kind of
2: Kind of, but like, kind of. I'm well, joking. Uh, imagine but. if Infinity War was the end of like a, our three phase yep. build-up, yep. And then they do another three phases, like another 10 years, yep. and then they undo the staff.
1: <laughs> that would have been bold.
2: That would have been cool. That would have been crazy. That would have been kind of interesting. But I, I would have enjoyed it because then. Because yeah, you would have uh, gotten Garbage Men. Because I would have gotten Garbage Men. Yes, that's what I wanted this whole time Garbage Men.
1: I'd give it an eight point five. Okay. Really? <laughs> for those who are wondering, okay. okay. When I, I, I liked it a lot more than you guys. When apparently. I walked
2: out of the yeah. theater, I gave it an eight out of ten. I I I've come down to a seven out of ten, and I think I've settled there.
0: I've kind of stayed the same for the entire. I I walked out of it and I didn't love it. I was I was upset with myself that I didn't love it because people across the board I feel like loved it and it was a masterpiece and it was this and I was like I'm not. I don't feel that way, I, and I'm not going to pretend that I feel that way.
1: I've warmed on it. Walking out of the theater, I felt not numb towards it, but just like unimpressed. Right. And yeah. I, like I said, I've only really remembered the good things, hmm. <laughs> not yeah. the garbage men, yeah. though. Oh. Rip garbage men. Now, time for intermission. Yeah. Um, so 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 this I'm welcome gonna to uh, gonna part two of the podcast. It's also called uh, Tiffany and Alex complain about something else now. So I would um, I have
0: less to complain about, but the things I have to complain about are
1: so. Alex has more to complain about, and he's the one who complained the most in the last section. <laughs> yeah. Pointing that out, I was the one that was screaming in the last section.
0: I love it. Thank you. It, it,
1: you knocked over a microphone. It inspired just, just me to one. scream
0: because. When I talk to Dwight about this stuff, Dwight's like, it was good. It was fine. And it makes me want to be like, yeah, you know, it was fine. But then when you get in a room with somebody else who also feels things, you go, yeah, who, I fucking back you up. Who also not,
2: feels things. I think she's implying that you don't feel things. No, I'm a sociopath. Dwight is
0: very, you're easier on things. You you see a lot of the good in stuff eh. you're in, easy. in depends. media. You're, you're depends. easier yeah, it depends.
1: to please.
2: It
0: depends well, on what sexually, that media you, is. You cut,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you cut a lot of things slack, and not in a bad way. You, you I, really I, do.
1: I think it also depends, and I think this is just a human nature thing. Yep. If somebody is going incredibly extreme in one direction... I feel like even if you're in the middle, you right. tend to go extreme in the other direction right. just to balance out the opinion. Because and this it's is like, where Dwight and I differ. Yeah. Because you're yeah. like thinking, well, this person's being ridiculous, right. so this part was amazing, so I need to defend it and die. And then you end up dying on that hill. Yep. And yep. I feel like that right. just is often where I end up. Like where
2: you were dying on that hill about... uh The Garbage Man. The, no, the Deus Ex Machina at the very beginning, where you were like, somebody must have said Captain Marvel. Yes, that one. <laughs> that exactly. You died on that hill. I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm convinced that they they knew somewhat where where he was going. And um,
0: that's the problem with
1: I'm gonna figure it out. Things I'm like tell you.
0: Game of Thrones, where we're be, we're expected to fill in too much of the gaps on our own.
2: Filling oh. in gaps, man. If only John's wow. if only Jon Snow had filled in gaps.
1: Do you agree with that theory that if he had boned Danny in that last episode, that she would not have burned everything down?
2: I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Good. Good. Uh,
1: <laughs> Just drop it right in if there. If it was we, we already said that there is yes, no. we said, spoilers. we said up the full button. spoilers. Full spoilers. Okay.
2: So um, where do we even start? I would like to. I would like to go on record. Uh, I. I. I made a joke earlier that I think people may have taken seriously. I do not think Big Bang
1: Theory is a better written <laughs> show. <laughs> Than season eight of Game uh, of Thrones. Okay, I thought you had Oh no, 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 no. Because no, no. Game of uh, Big Bang just ended as well, right? One of the Thank
2: things- fucking God, I'm so sick yeah, of it. Yeah, but Young Sheldon's still on. So let's God all let's all just it. pump our brakes.
0: Big One, Bang Theory is real bad. The
2: thing, I would like to, the thing I would like to say before I start going off on on Game of Thrones and DB Weiss and David Benioff specifically oh. <laughs> is mm. that the worst episode of Game of Thrones. Is still better than most cable sitcom television. Like, even though. What is the worst episode? Unbound, Unbent, Unbroken? Unbound, 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 Unbent, Unbroken. Okay, just uh, just make it. 100%. Though episode four of this season gave it a run for its money. (laughs) I disagree. Episode four of this season was one of the worst written episodes of Game of Thrones, full stop. That being said. This is a bad season of Game of Thrones, but it's still, it's bad Game of Thrones. So, like, I just want to put things in perspective before I start being nitpicky and getting, like, down into it. Like, just because Game of Thrones is its best, seasons 1 through 4. I think we can all agree seasons Mm -hmm. 1 through 4 are gold standard of television. These are, like, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 seasons. Just because people are tearing apart this season
1: and being very analytical, it's still a solid, like, 6 out of 10. Like I, I think people are just more disappointed as wh- with what's happened well, versus, like, not not liking the show anymore.
2: I don't think I'm necessarily disappointed with what's happened. I'm disappointed with how things have happened. Kaboom. Sorry, I've been putting you- you a You have a pin. No,
0: no, just it's piggybacking of what you said, Alex, but when we were watching the most recent ga- episode of Game of Thrones, I'm like, I hate this, but I still love this if this was, like, a CW show. Right, right, right it's still enjoyable but not what i wanted right so that, this, that's all i wanted to say this is the
1: best acted this is the best shot <gasps> this is the best produced this is the best costumed scored everything I, show yep. except for writing this yep. season. i think i think
2: yep. every technical aspect like mm. imagine like i i'm trying to imagine watching mad max Fury Road, yep. but with like really really bad writing. But there's nothing <laughs> in it to be written. So like yeah. I'm having trouble because that's what Game of Thrones has been, especially for the last like I'd say two seasons. Where so it's like become yeah, w- yes. w- w- it's become like terrible it, writing. It's all
1: spectacle now. And,
2: but it's and where beautiful. but 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 it's beautiful, except for uh, I'm I'm gonna harp on episode three because mm. that was really. Like they dropped a huge ball there. Like they 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 had balls and they dropped them because that one was really poorly executed for for the standard that I hold that show up to. Episode five, which was Mm. phenomenally shot, the cinematography for it, the score for it, phenomenal. The scripting awful. Episode three. The cinematography for it was rough on my part. I think
0: the score for I, episode episode three, was
2: three the score was the, the Night, the night in- King's theme is gorgeous. Incredible. I thought the the piano score that played Ooh. over the montage right towards the end of yeah, the that, episode that's, that's technically that's called the Night King. Oh, that's, in- yep. that's called the Night King. Yep, the
1: Night King's theme is eight minutes long that's, and it's oh, that whole piano. It's piece.
2: fucking God. phenomenal. Ramen Di- Jawadi or whatever however you pronounce Oof. his name, raman Jawadi. Everything he's done for the show has been phenomenal. Incredible. He he is. Like, the star of the show, in my opinion. Fuck Dave and Dan. Ugh. Love Robin Jawadi.
1: I have been dreading this season since they announced how it was going to take yeah. place. Yep. yep, The minute that they announced that season seven was going to be seven episodes and season six, or season yeah, ye- eight was going to be six episodes, yep. I got nervous. Yep. Um, as I think everybody who has any idea of how... Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. books play out are going to play out potentially, and how TV plays out. Well, yep. I
0: was going to say anybody that has an understanding of how production works. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's just like the concept of we've had. Uh, it was up to that point sixty episodes that were yep. slow yep. and yep. Um, methodical and very purposeful, and then we knew they were going to be rushing to a finish line yep. in uh, like a third episodes. of that yeah. thirteen episodes. Yeah. Like that is like insulting. Yep, and there's no way. And I'm I. I'm pulling this out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure that HBO would have written them a blank check and just said. Oh, yeah. And didn't like HBO? I I think HBO's doing damage
2: control. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's true or not. Like, it's it's, he said, she said at this point. Mm -hmm. But HBO came out and said, we offered them. 10 episode seasons yeah. for the
1: last 2 seasons and Dave and
2: Dan said Turn it
1: down. we can do it in 13. That's what they wanted yep. and it's insulting to the fans because yep. they these yep. two writers are clearly done with it. Yep. And like so at what point do you just hand the show off to right. somebody else or right. you know like step back yep. into a more of a producer role yep. as opposed to the writers and director role like come on guys so like they are delivering a neutered product in the sake of them wanting to move on to other projects and I find that insulting to the people who are invested in the show I find it insulting to the actors I find it insulting to everybody else who's attached to the show who was depending on these two people to steer this ship in a meaningful (laughs) direction I agree and they fucked everything
0: if they were going to say 10 episodes seasons they took away seven episodes worth of work for an entire crew right I mean people I, that I wanna, that's what they depend on for their income
1: I read something I'm not sure how true this yeah. is um, something along the lines of I think HBO wanted like 10 fourteen like 14 seasons and I think that wow. uh, which seems insane yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah so that might not be true but George R Martin has gone on record saying in order to fit everything that I have told them they would need at least 12 seasons right TV well to be to be fair I think well, like I
2: said in my preface before, I think the first four seasons are like perfectly executed television. Yep. And in terms of having read the books, they left in everything that was like important and everything that was great. When they started to really rush, I think season five was when they started to rush. Because I think they started still
1: good though. I think well, it was still, whole. Season five. I think it
2: was still good. But um, what was season five? The Sorry. Sand Snakes. Okay, season I didn't five, watch it. Season
1: that. five is Dorn. Season five is Sansa working with Ramsay. Or See, like and being I didn't watch any Ramsey. of that season, which yeah.
0: is really bad because I I was like too traumatized. By
1: so it. there was other good things in that season.
0: Oh, I think there was. I, yeah.
2: There there has been a lot. There have been a lot of
1: good episodes in each individual season. Even wait a minute. Even this season has had a. Is season five when Arya goes to the House of Black and White, yes. or so she, that's when she starts the House of yeah. the Black and White? Just kidding. Season five wasn't that great. Season five. No, no. Every season has good episodes, great episodes. I would say. Yeah, Hard Home is five. Hard Home season five. Season five. Yes, ever, season five. You've never, you haven't seen Hard Home.
0: There's a yeah. There's a few things Hard, that I haven't. Hard
1: Home is a
2: phenomenal episode. Probably one of the best of the of the show. Period. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not complaining about individual episodes i'm complaining about the overall plotting of the show yep Yep. and um it's very clear it, it's become very clear to me that the writing of the overarching show which comes down to the showrunners which is dan and david um they had an end point in mind and they knew like where the books ended yep But Mm -hmm. they didn't really know how to best move from where they no longer had content to where they had content. Because George literally said, here's how my books end. Here's where you need to get to. And he told them some stuff in the middle. But he didn't say, like, this needs to specifically happen. He didn't give them, like, a specific outline. He just said, okay, here are the big moments that you need to hit. Battle of the Bastards was on that list. clearly,
1: And... Like the sacking of King's Landing was on that list, probably the fight or the um the assault of marine is yeah. probably going to be in there, yeah, I assume, but like, so,
2: why did they do such a bad job of setting up everything that's happening in this season, like like what did they because they haven't spent enough time on it, yeah, it's because they just don't care, yeah uh, is my opinion, um like I think the moment that they got offered that um. Uh, Star, Wars? Star Wars trilogy. They were, they were just like, yep, we we got we got Lucasfilm money now. Yeah. <laughs> we got Disney money. Yeah. It's, that thing's that shit prints itself. Like they stopped putting the same amount of care into this into the writing of the show after season six, especially. But 100%. I I think it started Right around season five. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that's around when it well, started because As soon they, as
1: they outpaced the books. Well, like it's yeah. very clear that these people aren't but, as great of writers right. without the source but material.
2: Season five wasn't even outpacing the books. It was when they started trying to condense down the books mm-hmm. and they were being pick, picking and choosing about what they wanted to keep. But they
1: also, like, were altering the books. Like, the whole Dorne stuff in right. general. Jamie never goes yeah, to Dorne. Yeah, they, they like, altered that, the books. sucked.
2: They altered the books, but they only altered the books because they, they cut out a bunch of characters from the books. Like, you don't need to send Jamie to Dorne when you have Gerald Dane yep. in the books. Because, or or, or uh, Arya... Uh, not Arya Hotel. Not Arya Hotel. Uh, Aris O'Kart. Yep. When you have Aris cart already down in Dorne protecting Marcella as a, you know, king of the Night's Guard, knight of the King's Guard, Jesus Christ... <laughs> Knight of the Kingsguard would be doing now. You don't need to have this stupid side plot that ends stupidly and is stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, so like, they started picking and choosing what they were going to keep in, and you saw how that started to affect the show. You you saw these things, and it, they were like little warnings that you're just like, you know what? This isn't great, but it's still really good. Yeah, like, um. But now we're getting to the penultimate
1: Ugh. like episodes. Yeah, we should just point out uh, we should have done this earlier. Uh, the last episode airs tomorrow. tomorrow. We, have, we have not seen how this show As ends. of this recording. Yeah, as of this tomorrow, recording. Yeah. So, so, not everything, best, so,
0: by the time we release this, yeah. it'll already have aired.
1: But everything could be fixed tomorrow, guys. No. It could be amazing. I, I was thinking about that no, on the Im- ride over. Impossible. I
2: was thinking about that on the ride over. Like, mm-hmm. we had. I, I, I hope we can agree on this. We had one amazing episode this season. The and last it, one. And it was five. episode two. It was mm. called It's called A Night of the Seven oh, Kingdoms. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's very good. It's an excellent it's episode. It's, it's written great. by my favorite writer for the show, which I found out after I watched it. So I think I've made my opinion. I had made my opinions before I realized.
1: You didn't watch the opening credits. No, I always fast forward. Written by-
2: I always fast forward straight to the first shot. Um, so... It's written by Brian Cogman, who's been like integral since season three or two, Ooh, okay. two or three, I think. He's been one of the like uh, show writers in mm-hmm. terms of like he writes a well, couple episodes each, each well, they, season. They've,
1: since I think they've been trimming back on their writers in general. Yep. There was only there's only three, four <gasps> if you count DB and yep. Wise. Um, there's only four writers on this um, show or on the, on this season. Right. And I want to say there was only three on the last one, counting D.B. and Weiss in one person. So, um, Brian Cogman wrote that episode. I think it's the only episode he actually wrote this season. Yeah, Uh, four Four. of the episodes were written by D.B. and Weiss. The other two were written by Cogman, and I don't remember the other person. So, um, Brian Cogman wrote episode
2: two, and episode two is literally just all character beats. There's nothing about it that is huge and like, uh, big set piece.
1: Yep. It feels like Game of Thrones. It
2: feels like Game of Thrones. It feels very authentic Game of Thrones. And it's what like I want in Game of Thrones. Like I don't want every episode to be like something shocking has to happen. Yep. Something big has to yep. happen. Someone has to die. That's not what Game of Thrones was always about. Game of Thrones was always about build up. Watching people play the game. The game. Yep. And watching how it ends up devolving into something big happening. Like season one is like eight hours of talking.
1: Ned gets his head chopped off and then another hour of talking. Game of Thrones has always been to me at its core about, actions have consequences. Yes. Your actions have consequences and they are real life consequences. That's what the entire show has been. I- Exactly. D yeah. just because you are the good guy doesn't mean that your actions aren't going to cause your death. Yep. Mm. See Ned, see Rob Stark, yep. Catelyn yep. Stark, yep. um yep. even Ramsay to an extent like yep. his actions specifically caused his own right. death. Yep. Um and now we have things like Daenerys turning on a dime. Yep. Um like well, they've been seeding it very slightly. Like in in this like coming up, but um, yep. Her like her turn in this episode to full fucking genocide. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A little bit out of left field. Yep, hundred percent. Um. Why didn't she just fly and kill Cersei? Moving on. Whatever. Um, so, Whatever. But like, so her actions, I hope, will have consequences in the next episode. Right. But like, up until this point, that hasn't really been a thing. Like, a perfect example is in season uh, episode three of this one, the the long night when there's this giant fight, and like, you have people like Brienne swarmed around by zombies, yep. Jamie swarmed around by zombies. Your actions, we are standing here and fighting the Night King, did not have consequences, right. and that has. Stopped happening yep. in specifically in the last two seasons. Yeah. Um. Sorry, yep. I was gonna you say go. something. You, you were
0: go. talking about episode two, feeling like Game of Thrones with the writing and whatever, as opposed versus to episode four versus episode four, where it was like, where, like, we're all sitting in in Winterfell, and it's like, Gendry, you're gonna be a thing now, and it, it, like all of a sudden, all of the characters that and felt Bron shows up. Yes. All of a sudden, all of those characters that in episode two, like they had all these great moments. It, feel, it felt so, you know, like these characters we know. All of a sudden in episode four, it was like everyone was different. Um, everyone felt different. Everyone was acting different. I was like, where... There was a big switch for me from episode two to episode four. I
2: agree. I agree.
0: Like it was just <laughs> two people, two different people, clearly wrote both of those episodes because like, it was very different.
2: Even the difference between episode one and episode two yep. was huge. And yep. episode one was a lot of talking yep. and 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 like what we would associate with Game yep. of Thrones, yep. but it was like poorly
1: done yeah. talking
2: it was yeah. a lot of
1: joking that was david hill it was yeah, a, like yep. the yeah. dick that it's become a lot of yeah. dick jokes, dick jokes. Uh, yep.
2: Yep. a lot of people yep. have talked about how like it starts on a dick joke but like more than that like a lot of the dialogue in episode yep. one was really wooden there was a lot of jokes that didn't yep. feel in character for everyone that one was written really poorly and then to contrast that we get the next episode yeah. that is Basically the same concept as the previous episode but so better so executed. Good. You get all these characters doing what these characters would do. You get to watch Jamie and Tyrion just sit by a fire, drink and be brothers. Yep. And like yep. you get to see uh, Davos be like Davos well, I, I don't
0: know how just, to fight like just everyone is yep.
2: being themselves and Brienne's like crying because she's getting knighted and you're like fuck this is awesome. And you know Arya's is manipulating Gendry into like yep. banging her, yep. which is awesome. Yep. Mmm. I would bang the shit out of Gendry. Um, oh, he's a
1: ripped boy. What
2: the fuck is that guy's name? Joe Dempsey. <laughs> Sounds I think, right. I think that's the actor's name. He's very attractive.
1: Yeah. Yep. He's um, not in the opening credits anymore. That means oh, he's out of the show. I would also
2: like to say, I know, I know, this is going to be real nitpicky, but it, I think it speaks to the attention and care for details that the show doesn't care about anymore. Gendry, after he was given, uh, after he was naturalized and became Gendry Baratheon, he he says he's no longer Gendry Rivers, but he was never Gendry Rivers because he was born in King's Landing, Landing, which means he's Gendry Waters. And that
1: (laughs) pissed me the fuck off.
2: A lot of people were upset about that. And I know it
1: shouldn't bother me. It shouldn't bother me. No, but that's a detail the show would have gotten right in season 2.
2: Right. Yep. And I 100% agree. And I it like it only bothered me, it didn't it bothered me in the moment where I was just like that's wrong, but I didn't go like, man,
1: how the fucking did they, they get that Well, he wrong. was right though. He was no longer Gendry Rivers. He was never Gendry Rivers. But like, he,
2: he never just yeah. Now that I'm looking at the entire season as a whole, that moment sticks out to me as like, yeah, they really just don't give a shit anymore. They just write things They don't fact check. Like, they they write things that they think kind of sound right in the world. And then they just go, oh, whatever. Uh, So, like, (laughs) oh, there was a thing that I actually wanted to get to. So, you mentioned earlier. Yes. Actions have consequences. And that's a big thing about Game of Thrones. Another thing for me about Game of Thrones that I always felt was one of the, like, attractions to the show is how every character that there are inherently like evil characters there. There's like Ramsey, there's Joffrey and there are, you're on and there are inherently good characters like Ned Stark, Yep. but they are far and few between everyone kind of falls in that gray area. Pretty much every character you can look at and go, you know what? That person is kind of bad. Like, but, I understand why they're doing what they're doing, yeah. and mm-hmm. I could almost see myself doing the same thing in this situation, even though I don't like this character because they're bad. Th- the characters were always so, you know... Multidimensional? Like, dimensional There was a uh, complexity to it. Complexity. So, like, I always enjoyed that about the show. Mm-hmm. This season specifically has felt very black and white yep. on every single character. Yep. It's yep. these people are evil, yep. these people are good. You have to root for the good guys cuz the bad guys are bad. Like yep. they've they've yep. put such a dichotomy in the show that I have a lot of trouble understanding like what the fucking point was. Like what yep. why are we here when we had such multidimensional and complex characters before yep. and now we have this shit. Like this, this feels more like a CW show yep. where it's yep. like roo, rah rah good guys, and like boo bad guys. Whereas like in seasons like four, we were like so conflicted. Or like season two, you're watching Stannis, who is <laughs> arguably the rightful heir to the yeah. Iron Throne. Not arguably, he is the rightful. Yeah, heir. arguably the rightful heir to the ar- Iron Throne, storming King's Landing. And you're kind of inclined to root for Tyrion. Yeah, well, because, because you like
1: Tyrion so much. Because you like, like Tyrion. Tyrion
2: so much. So, like, you're watching this battle happen, and you're like, man, I think Stannis deserves to take the city, but I don't want Tyrion to die. And I like these characters. I like these characters. So, like, you're conflicted. And, like, I loved that emotion mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. four or five, even five seasons of the show. Like, I liked that feeling of. I don't know who I'm supposed to root for, but I know who I am rooting for. But now, the show's very clear. It's drawn a line. You're supposed to root for these characters. Cersei bad. Because they're the good guys. These are the bad guys. Be happy when these guys die. Be sad when these guys... And I'm just like, no.
1: That's that's not well, Game of Thrones. We, well, So, like, when the show started, it was a fantasy show, but it didn't have all... And it had like fantasy tropes and everything like that, but it wasn't your traditional like fantasy like, like you were just saying like the good guys are always going to win, the bad guys are always going to lose. It was a fantasy show where the bad guys could win, where like this type of like stuff. And it it was, I've already said this once on this episode, but like it was subverting people's expectations of what the genre was and what it was supposed to be, but these last couple episodes or last couple of seasons have just been your standard yeah. fantasy. Like yeah. Yeah. the good guys are always going to win because they are the good guys. It is like, not that Lord of the Rings is a bad, like sure. Lord of the Rings is the, is the first. So it's obviously like the, the, um, template for everything going yep. forward, but it's like it's the Lord of the Rings again. Like, yep, you've got your Aragorn, he is going to ride in and he is going to be the good guy and yep. he is going to win. There is no shades of gray, like you were just saying, there's yep. no shades of gray to anybody anymore. There's no, it is like standard fantasy crap, right? That is not what the show was sold as to begin with. It mm-hmm. is so interesting to me how it is like it was started out as this, like, really interesting, like take on the fantasy genre and now it like it was a so so different and now yep. it's just so much of the same and it's weird how they try like as the show became more popular they ended up mm-hmm. turning it more yep. into this like samey bullshit yep. Yep. when yep. that's not what dr- like attracted people to it to begin yep. with like they've dumbed it down for quote-unquote general audiences yep. now when that's not what it's attracted not what the want, general right. audiences to it Sorry, Tiffany. It's
2: evolved no. into action schlock.
1: Yes. It so has. I kind
0: of had two things talking about characters. So, you know, d- that um, idea of like liking characters, but they might not be good. So I felt that way for a long time about Cersei. Who Cersei-
1: had four, se- four scenes this season?
0: Yeah. Cersei for me was like, she's the bad guy, but like everything that she did, she did because she loved her children. Yes. And she loved mm-hmm. her family. And she was so tenacious about that. You know, that love for her children and in protecting her legacy. From
1: season one, she was like that.
0: And that's something as a woman that I respect the fucking shit out of. I'm not a parent, but as, like, uh, you know, somebody who will be. She's not a parent? Oh. <laughs> I, I have a special. But somebody who series. who will be a parent in the future, that's something that I look at her and I'm like, I don't even, I don't have kids, but, like. I would do anything for my kids. I know that's the type of mom I would be. So like, I respect that as, as a woman. And it's very cool to see a woman in power or, you know, ascending to power. Who's very, you know, she'll, she'll fucking cut you down and blow you up, but she's doing everything for the sake of her family and, 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 or out of mourning for her family. Right. Right. So she's somebody that I loved, but also loved to hate at the same time because she is a bad, so it, a 100%. very conflicting thing. Yep. So, and then in this season, it's like Dwight said, she's got four scenes and she's kind of whatever. So, the other character that I felt this way about, and I'm very well, actually, two more, two other characters I felt this way about, but I'm thinking about now. Oh, <laughs> so, nuts. the one that makes me happy the way that his stuff ended is Theon. So Theon is somebody that you fucking – you don't care about. Then you fucking hate him. Then you feel bad for him. And then, like, he comes around. Like, I know, like, I don't – you know, oh, you shouldn't, you know, be emotional when you watch. Like, I don't know. I heard people talking about, like, at the gym. They were like, oh, people were sobbing about whatever. And it's, like, so stupid. I'm sorry. When Theon fucking got cut down, I was in tears. I did not realize that his character affected me so much. Like, all I could think about in that moment – where he, where he's dying, is like where he was, who he became, what he went through, how he ended up.
2: Theon had one of the best arcs in the show. It
0: was something that caught me entirely off guard. How I how agree. emotionally connected to Theon I was. Yep. I was not expecting it. So that to me ended in a great way. Um, but another person who you kind of hate, but then you grow to like, and then apparently doesn't matter, is fucking Jamie. I am so, so upset because I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Somebody that you all of a sudden grow to like over all this time in just a weird random way. Like, they're not forcing it on you. You're like, you know, like I was watching the show and all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I kind of like Jamie. Like
1: He ends the first episode by pushing a kid out a window and you grow to love this man. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's fucking his sister and you're like I, I, I like Jamie I'm roo- I'm Dude, rooting for I've Jamie. I've seen a lot
1: of videos like that.
0: What? <laughs> wow. But like so talking about sub- subverting right your expectations this person who you're like this is a bad guy. He's he's team bad guy. He's Lannister's team bad guy. And you grow to love him and and respect him and want him to do well. And then in two episodes they just like or, or one episode they completely undo it.
1: Well, starting um, from Alex's favorite written episode 4 where they start to fuck his character. But you're and then like, they completely fucking the fifth episode. Why
0: did you I feel do- like that's
1: a joke. That wasn't my favorite episode. <laughs> you just Oh, yes. So Brian Cogman so, wrote in the
2: uh, first season. Sorry. For, he started in season 1. Okay. Sorry to But part.
0: like to to take a character like that that has to use another Dwight word su- to subvert, you know, subverted your expectations of what a villain is and how you can feel about somebody who's a quote-unquote villain, bad guy. And then to just completely undo it, Dwight, you had a great thing comparison that Jamie was like Ted Mosby yeah, going back like to Ted Robin Mosby. at the end of How I Met Your Mother. Like, it's just all of that lead up, all of that build up for nothing. No,
2: don't, no, don't remind me about that. Yeah, but
0: that's
1: what it felt. That's what it, what it, that's what it was. Like.
0: That's what that feels like. And it I just... drew
1: that comparison by myself because uh, I hate How I Met God. Your Mother.
0: Like, what, what is happening? Why?
2: Jamie's Why? story. J- Jamie is hands down my favorite character <laughs> Jamie in, the, in the books. It's
0: unbelievable.
2: 100% my favorite character in the books. Mm-hmm. His story is so good. And they literally turned it into a fucking parabola. Yep. Where he starts at the bottom and he goes all
1: the way up. And then he goes all the way, all back, way down, back down. And they turn him into a fucking joke. But but if you followed that arc of him starting at the bottom and going up to the top, it would be like such a gradual, gradual, gradual yep. incline. And then the biggest fucking cliff yes. down to the end. Yeah. like It's like an asymptote. <sighs> sure, that's a word. I'm not a scientist. I don't know what it means.
2: Have you ever mathed before? It's a math I thought thing. you were gonna
1: say masturbated math have you ever <laughs> <I've> math <masturbated?
2: masturbated. laughs> Uh an asymptote is a vertical line uh base.
1: between two points?
2: No. Never
1: mind. I'll I'll show you. I know what a line looks like. Penises. Yeah. Anyways. Um yeah, they Jamie ruined they, they, the, 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 the fucking character
2: assassination of Jamie Lannister in literally the last two episodes. Yep. It wasn't even like they gradually did it over the no, course of the season no. because he very much
1: felt in line with the character that we episode were episode and a half. Like, like I was like, fine with him getting with Brienne. No, like, I was, no, happy I was with
0: not that. on board with that. That's bullshit.
1: I was happy with oh, that. See,
2: I was nope, to- I was nope. totally fine with that. Nope.
0: nope.
2: Um I was fine with episode with his character. All the way up until pretty much episode three was re- really where I was like, I like I, d- I didn't mind him sleeping with Brienne, but I didn't like need it.
0: What mm-hmm. I didn't like about that was he was like, "Oh, it's really hot in here. I gotta take my shirt off." I was like, Can "Oh, we
2: it wasn't very. Oh yeah, yeah, way yeah, of going yeah, yeah.
1: About Can it?
0: you just go, hey Brienne? I really respect you and I care about you, and I wanna, I want so you be the person wanna, that you lose your virginity to. I want to
2: sheathe my sword in really? your." Like, did it have to be this, C, this
0: CW like oh well I'm yelling so I'm okay she's backing up did it I'm I'm backing away from the mic because I'm yelling but did it have to be this CW bullshit of like I know I'm sorry CW like whatever but like oh it's yeah, so well. hot in here I gotta take all my clothes off like ugh oh, huh, it just felt so fucking forced if if Jamie had gone up and been like oh you're a virgin hey. You know, like, I
1: got you, fam.
0: I exactly like I got you uh, like if it, it just none of it felt earned. Oh, like I always yeah. like I knew that they respected each other. Obviously, Brienne has a huge crush on him, but and it just, Jamie loved but, too. but he did. But I, it, I didn't think in that sexual way. It didn't feel like that needed to happen.
1: I
2: agree. It felt I don't weird. disagree with either of you. It
0: felt weird. I don't
2: think we're disagreeing with each other. No,
0: there was just a better Are way we? they could have done it. You know who
2: I disagree with? D.B. Yeah. and Weiss? Dan and David. That's it. D.B. Weiss is one person. <laughs> <laughs> David Benioff. That's it. And They're fucking D. Weiss. dead to me. They're Benioff and Weiss. Or Dave and Dan. Yeah. Not D.B. and Weiss. D&D. D and D. Yes.
0: They can go fucking make stars. As people Wars have started
2: calling them dumb and dumber. <laughs> I've seen that, yeah. yeah. Um uh, yeah. which one's which. So like oh, the character assassination God. of Jamie Lannister okay. I just want to talk about episode five for a little bit. Yeah, okay. let's do it like, because like, it
0: was <sighs> the <sighs> what was the thing you read, the Tumblr post you read that it was like the most beautifully. It was not a tum-
1: uh it was a well, Twitter post or
0: a Twitter post, but like the Tumblers, most beautiful I hate shot, scored, acted, whatever, with the shittiest writing.
1: Yep. That's what I tried to convey yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So yeah.
2: episode five.
0: Sorry about episode five, because tomorrow's episode six.
2: I have real strong feelings about episode five, oh. and I'm gonna start out by saying this. Okay. Yeah. If I could view this episode in a vacuum, <laughs> if I could view this episode as a short film on its own, mm-hmm. the Lannisters are the good guys. Literally from start to finish. Yeah. Just watching this episode. Yep. It's fucking awesome. If, yeah. I, if I could watch this on its own yeah. without, you know, Contact. seven and a half seasons of yeah. buildup, right. I would go, man, this is really cool. They set this girl up to be like the good guy and then she turns out to be the bad guy. Like, this is cool short film storytelling, mm-hmm. shot beautifully, oh, scored beautifully. Yeah. Like you said before, everything's done beautifully. Except. Except. I can't look at it in a vacuum. I I have to bring, because I've watched this show for eight years, I have to bring all of the character development from the previous seasons with it. And
1: because of that, this episode is absolute shit this is absolute horseshit, dude honestly we, from moment to moment i'm enjoying myself yep. while i'm watching it it's yep. only when i hear the things being picked apart after the fact right. or like i start think, using my analytical brain right. and i'm like wait a tick that's stupid yeah it?
2: see that that's kind of what i'm saying yeah. but at the same time not completely because mm-hmm. like i'm watching the show and i'm like oh man this looks really cool but like is looking cool really all I want from this show? No, I want it to make fucking sense. I I want the characters to make sense. Mm -hmm. I want the story to make sense, but like they do nonsensical things just because they look cool. Just because they're going to get the audience to go, Oh my God, that was amazing. That was amazing. So like just from basically the first Beats of the episode. Uh, I don't know. Let's, Once I get to
1: King's Landing, let's
2: just ignore everything before King's Landing because that was pretty good, in, especially in comparison to the rest of the episode. So let's ignore yeah. it. Varys getting burned. I'm totally okay with that. I think that will happen in the books, it but for needed. a different reason. Yeah. Well, it hi- needed to happen. it'll be for He's him
1: supporting Aegon. But a different Aegon. I was gonna say he's still in King's Landing at this point in the books. Well, he's kind of in King's Landing. No, he is. He's he killed killed, Kevin. He killed Kevin. Yes, but but he snuck into King's Landing to do it. (laughs) Hold
2: on, he'd been gone from King's Landing for a while. There's
0: a person in the Game of Thrones book named Kevin. Yeah, yeah,
2: Kevin Lannister he, he's K- in the show too K-E-V-A-N Yep. Uh, Tywin's brother he's, okay. he, he blows yep. up in the Sept of Baelor yeah yep. Lancel's father yep. yep sorry so he was it's hand- just
0: a funny random name you have all these like fancy names and then Kevin and <laughs> you, you also have Peter, no I do remember
2: Peter Baelish and like Rob. Peter is
1: so Robert yeah, um, yeah it's weird so Kevin. old English names yeah
2: so yeah, like yeah. the Var stuff I'm fine with I think he'll end up getting killed in the books because of his support for Aegon who's actually Fagon you know
1: Fake Aegon. Fake Aegon. <laughs> fake Aegon. Well, the, there's so many things that's been left out of the show. Right. Like, there's this like this person who has been told he's Aegon Targaryen his whole life, and really? he's like sailing back to Westeros right now to try he, and. He's retake, already landed, oh, he landed in Westeros. Right. Yeah, he, and he's trying to retake the throne, and <laughs> and
2: he's retaking the throne with Jon Connington, who was Rhaegar Targaryen's best friend, um, who has grayscale, who has grayscale. Which, which Jorah oh got my Jorah God. which Jora. So, so, yeah, Jorah
1: absorbed his storyline of getting grayscale. Yep. The
2: the books are so good. Yeah. Um, so sorry. I don't even want to talk I about have, Jorah. I have uh, digressed. Yes. Um. So once they get to King's Landing, it already start stops making sense. Like you have this golden company, which is uh, twenty thousand strong. Of I disagree based and, on the, what yeah. we just saw. What? literally, if you if you let me count, I probably would have counted max like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> like there were no people there, and then they're just dead. Like, the entire Golden company's dead. Gone. Gone. Uh, okay. Maybe what about the
1: th- Iron Fleet shooting its arrows? Which yeah. okay. killed the dragon in yeah. the last episode. Killed the
2: dragon. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so we're talking Here's about... Alex I was looking for. We're talking about scorpions, uh, ballistas, what, Thank wh- you. whatever you want to call them. Scorpions and ballistas are different. I think that what they're using are ballistas, but the game, uh, the show calls them scorpions, so I will call them scorpions.
1: <laughs> War- Warcraft I... taught me they're ballistas. They are ballistas. When Dwight
0: was saying, he was like, oh, the ballista. I was like, what? What? He's like, <laughs> okay. ballistas? I'm like, what?
2: I actually
1: looked I up no the difference idea what that was. online. I thought they were the same thing and just different nomenclature for him.
2: Uh, they are slightly different, and what they're using are ballistas because scorpions use full metal jackets, like fully iron um, parts. Oops. Oh, a uh, oh, oh. Fully iron. Um, Bolts. Bolts bolts is really it. But these ones have wooden shafts, which means it's a ballista. I think that's what I read online.
1: Um, That's a weird distinction.
2: It is a weird distinction. But whatever. That doesn't matter. The ballistas that they're using, they set them up in the previous episode to be these, like, dragon killers. Right? Mm -hmm. They literally shoot, shoot... Three shots in a row right into Regal, Around like a corner. <laughs> Are, well, like, well, the way I look at it is they were shooting over the mountain because it wouldn't make sense for them to curve them because there. this isn't wanted. So they kind of like lob them in there. So they're taking blind shots and they nail the this dragon three times in a row. Okay, let's think about that. That means they had to shoot three different ballistas three times because they come in real rapid fire yep. and they don't reload quickly. So three different... <laughs> shooters had pinpoint accuracy whoa these are going to be these it's are going to be storytelling these are, this is bad storytelling <laughs> though. Bad. It's bad. just because it's storytelling doesn't mean it can be bad and not get criticized no you're right so then then i'm
1: devil's advocating
2: then th- the entire fleet all goes we're all going to shoot at once there's no way us. we miss this other dragon right not a single shot hit Okay, that's fine. And then fine. Danny
1: doesn't even blow them up with Drogon right. then and there. So
2: that's fine. Like, I, I'm totally okay with that. It's fine. She She's dodging now. She, she flies away. Cool. No more, no, no more, maybe she's learned something from this encounter that is going to help her in the next encounter when she actually gets to destroy them. She does. She uses the sun to blind them. Flash forward to the next episode where there are hundreds of ships and dozens of ships (laughs) and you're
1: on only wanted 100 ships
2: right there are (laughs) dozens of ships and dozens of of these ballistas on the walls and her strategy is i'm gonna fly directly at one ship and blind one person (laughs) because that means no one else is gonna see me (laughs) and it works of course what what? Uh, okay, that's just my first problem with this. I, this I, part.
1: I agree with the theory, not the theory, but like the the quote unquote rewrites that people have done that. Rhaegal should have survived, and he should have been killed during this battle, and that's what made Danny snap. Yeah, that I, would have been better. Right? I would have been
2: mediumly okay with that. Yep, I yep. Co- honestly would have preferred it if Rhaegal died uh, to the. the I Night thought King. he
1: died during the Night King. Fight. I a
2: hundred percent thought he died.
1: He got like scratched up, like
2: down yeah, his that's like right. chest. He got, he got fucking wrecked, and then the next episode they were like, "No, you're
1: fine. You He's have a good. few holes in your wings, but
2: you're
0: that's fine. Right. You can that's still right. fly." He got brought down. And yeah. we never yeah.
1: saw Hard. him again. Yeah. So, like Drogon shows up at the end and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. he's fine even so, though he got stabbed a thousand fucking times. So yeah, Drogon whatever. now
2: is flying through King's Landing lighting up the Iron Fleet lighting up all the ballistas on the walls killing the entire Golden Company in one <laughs> fell yep, swoop. Yep. Cool. Okay. So Harry now- Connington.
1: Two scenes this, this season.
2: Now we've got
0: do you see the, the screenshot of him where he's just like,
1: ah? No, that he, shot was also the worst looking shot in the season. It was pretty uh, terrible. Yeah. Bad compositing. Yeah, so yeah. bad so compositing. We've bugs got me.
2: the Golden Company that has been set up for a season and a half. That That is, we literally see them for 20 seconds and they're yep. dead. We have the Iron Fleet that's led by Euron, who <laughs> has been built up for. Two seasons as this huge badass who can take down a dragon, who can mount a queen. Like this guy's such a bad the
1: entire fleet's gone. I I, I saw a thing that was like this headline hasn't aged well, and it was a, a headline of Euron Greyjoy is going to make Ramsey Bolton look like a little kid. Yep. Did, yep. Never happened. Did I,
0: I sent you the article, Dwight, that said the the actor that played Euron was like yeah, he's an asshole. Yep. <laughs> he no when he said he was a he was an idiot. Yeah, he was an it wasn't so, an asshole. He's an idiot. So,
2: okay, so we got all this happening. Now, the good guys, I'm gonna use that term. Okay. The good okay. guys charge into the city. Okay, this is okay. this is fine. They get to this the, this point where they meet the bad guys, and they all stop and they wait, and then the bells start ringing. None of them are
0: wearing helmets,
2: and you're like. Cool. The bells are ringing. That means uh, these guys forfeit. They all threw down their swords. Then they have this really cool shot of Amelia Clark sitting there, going like. That sarcasm. No, no. I, I actually, re- look- I she, really her liked her acting. Her has been acting amazing. Yeah. This I really liked her acting. The shot looks fine. Like I, I don't have any issues with the shot, but I really liked her conflicted look. Like I thought she did a really good job of portraying. Like, do I want to let them? Yep. Forfeit. Do I want to let them surrender? Yep. Is this how I want this to end? And then she she Her, goes she oh. goes,
1: No, I'm not gonna do that. Her face at the end of episode four, <gasps> yep. after Miss Sandy's head oh, gets cut off yeah. is so good. Oh yeah. Amelia Clark has been fired is- this season. I She's been
2: fantastic. So she now starts flying towards who? Cersei. Not 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 Cersei. That's what it looks N- like. Not not the army that's right below her, that's the bad guys. Fuck the civilians, bro. She goes, man, I really just want to fucking kill a bunch of innocent people. And I'm going, Well, yeah. that doesn't seem like something that Danny would do. Huh? I'm sure she'll
1: get there in the books, but, but also, in the show. I mean,
0: she's lost a bunch of shit. She's lost Jorah. She's lost Missandei. She
1: lost Rhaegal.
0: Rhaegal. I like two both, of two her dragons. dragons. But
1: why would she kill innocent people? No, She's I know, always but, been the champion of the innocent. But Innocents.
0: this is where the show is asking you, like I said earlier, where it's asking you to fill in the blanks. It's asking you to imply that that character development where it hasn't given it to you. Yeah. I think if it had, if the show had had two 10-episode seasons, they would have kind of delved into a little bit yeah. her descent her losing these people that she cares about, her questioning, you know, John's John, allegiance yep, to her yep, and yep. all of this stuff. But we haven't had that time. So, like, I think this outcome, I think this still would have happened. Yep. But I don't think oh, it would it, have felt more earned had we seen her devolve more it, had more time with yeah, her to devolve into madness if
1: we had had some like breather scenes b- from between season or episode yep. four and five like a whole another episode like season episode two yep. Just, yep. like of people in rooms talking yeah, yep. and like we could figure out her motivations maybe for right. why she's doing this as opposed to like tiffany just said yeah us filling in the blanks ourselves which is stupid yeah it is stupid, it is stupid. it's um, a lot
2: to ask so like you just, we just get her fucking lighten up the ground And you're just like, okay, I guess she just wants to kill everybody for some reason. Um, And then you have this stupid scene with the Hound and Arya walking into the Red Keep. And then the Hound goes, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? You should should leave. And she's like, you know what? We've ridden (laughs) weeks from Winterfell down here. And now you're telling me to leave? Oh, sorry, sorry. Weeks
1: is how, how long it should yeah, have been. Yeah, yeah. It was really hours. No, dude, they fast travel now. They fast this travel. Is, they're, they're, they're playing on video game logic. If you've been to a place before, you can just fast yeah, travel yeah. to it. So <laughs> he lets her get all the all way, the way in, in
2: into, into the Red Keep. Not just, like, into King's Landing. Into the Red Keep. And he goes, no, no, you should
1: turn around. Okay, devil's advocate. He was probably wrestling with himself that whole time. Like, the hound he is. couldn't He couldn't have mentioned it, like, just quickly like yeah hey he, he doesn't like to talk to people you think aria
0: much. would have been like yeah no i'll leave
1: then why did she do it then because the the hound loves her as a daughter and it's adorable and i love it How's it's my dumb and it's still?
2: stupid and it's stupid and it's dumb and the only reason they did that was to have aria in the city so we could have somebody to fall around while all the destruction happened which was awesome which was awesome if only yeah. it had been a character that I cared slightly more about. You don't care about Arya. I love Arya, but yeah. I don't. I don't feel any threat Do, to her her well being. Oh, okay, yeah, plot like, armor. Like plot she armor. she's got serious plot armor, and That's I'm just like I don't I like I don't fear for her life at all right now. Okay, I follow. You. Why couldn't you have given me any other character? Davos. It should have been Davos. It should have been Davos hundred percent, or it should have been Jamie yep. after he'd been stabbed. After he went and killed Cersei, which is totally what happened.
1: He should have killed Cersei.
2: (sighs) After he went and killed Cersei, and now he's like been stabbed and he's like stumbling through the city. And then he could have died. That would have been cool. And then he could have died. Yeah. Do something interesting with your fucking show.
0: See, and now I'm going back to to go back to Endgame. This is what I felt in Endgame with the plot armor stuff. I never felt. Like with Aria too, it's like nobody's gonna like, especially where where we had Episode 3 with the battle at Winterfell, it's like, if none of these characters are going to die when they're surrounded by the literal living dead, I I don't don't expect anybody to die now.
1: I can forgive Endgame from a... um... Knowing about marketing standpoint, and it's also not Marvel, gonna, it's Disney, they're, they're they're comic not books gonna it's comic They're not going to kill these characters yeah, that they're yeah. going to eventually market yeah, later yeah, on yeah, down no, the road. It's a which a it's a still d- bullshit reason. It's a but Game of Thrones thing. is ending. Yeah, people no, should. There should know, be stakes. People Marvel, should have died.
0: And comic books they're a different world is a different medium. But I feel the same way about the two things. Where characters that I think there should be more when you're watching it, you should feel more like something could happen to these characters at any second and they're going to die. Like, even though I knew Theon and I knew Jorah were going to die, but there was still part of me that was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know, but I know they're going to. And it was like that tension that mm-hmm. when their deaths actually came, it was like, it, it, it carried more weight because like you didn't know where you have end game and you're like, yeah, all these people are going to make it. Uh. So it's like, and the fact that game of Thrones has kind of taken that, Attitude towards characters and kind of been like, well, we we have plot armor now, like no one's gonna die. It it, it like makes you
1: it, like desensi- it
0: desensitizes armor. you mm. to a lot of things, and you're just like, eh.
1: That's actions and of consequences. There were well, no, con- yeah. no and actions don't have
0: Yeah, it was, yeah, It was
2: awful. Yeah. Like, like, like we've said several times, sh- the episode's beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it it's it's uh. that the fucking like my favorite thing about this episode, honestly. Was the making of after <laughs> uh, the day Tiffany after? Doesn't let us, oh, it, like so they do. They do so after the it. episode. They do a behind the scenes I've where they so, interview like Dan and Dave, where they make fucking fools out of themselves for like fifteen minutes,
1: and that's awesome. Which is they hilarious. Like, Danny forgot every, about the Iron Fleet.
2: Every time they start talking, I just go, "Man, you guys are." fucking idiots
0: i refuse to watch them because they take me out of the episode
2: oh for me it just it just makes me laugh i refuse i refuse to watch them and i'm just like ha 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 ha, you guys are idiots um but the next day they do what's called the game revealed it's like a 15 minute is like a 20 to 30 minute like making of so sometimes they'll interview it's all on youtube right uh i don't know i watch it on on the hbo go app okay um uh it's a like a 20 to 30 minutes about like how the episode was made. A lot of it has to do with the effects. Some of it is just interviewing the actors and they'll talk about like how they felt when they first read certain scenes yep, yep. Or, or how they dealt or how the director walked them through certain scenes and it's really interesting. And this episode or, or this one the game, reve- or the, the game revealed the bells, which is a stupid episode. Stupid name for the episode.
1: I liked it. But I don't care. I like simple Should have been titles. called yeah. the Mad
2: Queen. Hundred percent. Yep. And I if like the that. next episode isn't called "The Mad Queen," I'm gonna riot. Um, okay, I look forward to your
1: riot because so it's probably <laughs> called like Game of Thrones or something. No, it, the
0: game. The uh, game a, got game. A dream of
1: spring or oh yeah, maybe. We, we already have a Winds of Winter. episode, Winds of right? Winter
2: was the season six finale.
1: Season. six Yeah, it'll finale. probably be a dream of spring. Um, so it's the name of the last book, or it's uh. going to be the name of the last book. So, um. A dream, a dream for spring A dream
2: first break. Um, so the 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 game revealed for the bells was amazing because it's literally just them talking about how they did every shot. They're just like, mm. so um, the entire Aria walkthrough was actually shot in one. It was a oneer. Oh, as that, that is awesome. awesome. It was shot as a one-er, but then they when they went to edit it, they. We're like, oh, this will look a lot cooler if we intercut it with Clegane ball. Mm-hmm. and and I agree. I but, loved that. But I, I like the yeah
1: yeah, yeah the, the parallels of editing. them like, getting but, knocked down. that it is
0: was... that is an ed- exercise in Pin. in editing like
1: thematic, yep. Th- yep. like yeah, yeah.
0: just an exercise in editing like that's it. Hard yep. stop. Like that's things that when you're editing or when you're doing thing, you know, editing shows or, or trying to show character development themes. Like those are things like that are so simple to do. <laughs> intercutting, but two it sequences. Just holds so much weight, especially when they're two characters like so juxtaposed, like Arya and, and the Hound. It's yeah. just
2: awesome. But yeah, so they they talked about shooting that one or yep. they talked about shooting the Golden Company on fire. Like they actually had <laughs> The the largest live burn of human beings. Oh, my God. That's pretty cool. In, like, a film or television cool. production ever. They set 22 people on fire for one shot. Wow. Uh, I thought was, those shots were kind of cheesy. Which was really cool. I, I, I mean, it's people on fire, which I is know. pretty cool.
0: Well, knowing that makes it kind of less cheesy. Um,
2: but... but, like, so they, they showed all this shit, and I'm just like, oh, that's really cool. And then I finished it, and I was like, that was cooler than the entire episode that I
1: just watched. <laughs> I I did like. I, I know you hate the Arya and the Hound scene, but I did like how the Arya that we've seen ever since she came back from um the House of Black and White has not been Arya. Right. Um. She's like had this like weird stony face, and even when talking with like Hot Pie and like Gendry and her old friends, she's been like this other person. Mm-hmm. When the Hound puts his hand behind her back or behind her head, and like talks to her and says, like, don't go down this path. She's Arya again.
2: Right, right. Good
1: acting, maybe not the best writing, but, like, that, and then, so for the rest of the episode when we're following Arya going through the streets, it's our Arya again. It is the person who we saw failing at the House of Black and White. It's the person we saw scared on the King's Road, traveling with the Hound, becoming a little murder machine. Like, that was an amazing moment to me when she like reverts to this like scared and innocent child again yeah. who we like loved during the first four seasons yeah i yeah, really she enjoyed was ready that. to
2: go die I'd, with the hound i
1: just wish it had happened like
2: yeah at the gates to the red keep instead yep. of in literally the, like the map 30 feet yeah. away from uh, clegane ball yeah fair yeah she, like very it, fair that's my only yeah. my issue isn't with the scene as a whole mm-hmm. it's just where the scene happened and that was the
1: writing i'm sure the director was like it says they're here okay well, well
0: because literally like, in, the, in the previous episode you have them riding off together and the hound's like i'm not planning on coming back and she's like yeah neither am i right and like and, and it's w- like okay
2: it would have made so much more sense to me if he had like what, when they're getting ready to like run into the Red Keep yeah. be like, like are you sure you want to do this because there's no
1: turning there's, back from yeah, here are
0: going to die
1: after we go through this gate that's yeah. gonna get locked or if we had had like an interim episode and like had a conversation with them on, on the, road. the road how crazy would are, that be while they're walking there more development between the two characters and like hey maybe they're starting off like hey we're both equally in this and we're gonna do this yep. and then it ends with Arya making some sort of comment and the hound like recognizing yep. himself in her and then he's resting. With it internally for the remaining of the. If
2: if only
1: these writers cared about these characters and cared about conveying emotions to us. If only HBO had given them the chance to do that. Fuck this shit. That
0: pisses me off because knowing that, because a lot of the times with this stuff. It is the network. It is the production company that's Not kind of. Not this time. But you know, like, how many times has Disney or Marvel put the kibosh on a director or a writer? They're like,
1: yep, no, yeah, Edgar, Edgar Wright. Got Wright. Fired.
0: Exactly. That's the one I think about. And how many times is it coming from that higher up? So now you have this where you have the network, you have HBO going, guys, we will give you everything that you want to make this. <sighs> And the writers and the and the showrunners being like, yeah, fuck you. And it's such a different, weird, unprecedented thing. Because usually you have those creators, those writers, those showrunners fighting their networks, fighting their production companies to tell their story. And that's the opposite of what we've seen.
2: Well, <laughs> it's the, bizarre the prob- to me. The problem is it's not their story. And that's probably what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, well, they're yeah.
0: like, oh, we have Star Wars now. We don't fucking right. yeah, care. So
2: they've stopped caring yeah. about it.
0: And that's very upsetting.
2: This <sighs> This season has been such a huge disappointment. It really I, has. I honestly, other than episode two, I've been
1: severely disappointed with every. My episode. disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined.
0: I did love. <laughs> okay. I did love moments in the Battle of Winterfell, particularly Theon's death, and I loved Jorah's death. I love that Jorah goes out fighting for Danny like he has for this entire.
2: Hi, your show. I 100% agree with that. Jorah
0: has been one of my favorite characters since season one, I've, which is such a weird, random character. My other favorite character is Davos, <laughs> so it's like, I like the characters that I feel like nobody likes. I no, love people love
1: those characters, no, I, but like they're not main characters.
0: But they're not main characters. Like when I'm, I'm like, Jorah is my favorite character. Well, Davos is my favorite character. People are like,
1: what the fuck? They're main characters, but they're not like... yeah. yeah. So like you know, Jorah, like B tier
2: characters, exactly.
1: Yeah. Of A-tier characters. So they were like, never going to be on the throne. Not that that's what means for no, a good Tavis character. but like Jorah, Jorah for me,
0: watching him be friend zoned for the entire show, and then like him going out, literally dying for his queen. I'm just like, <gasps> can't handle it. It made yeah. it. I, it, uh, it was Man, a, that was a
2: tough one. I wish Jorah was still, al- we're still alive to see what happened. he would be so upset. Face. He would uh, be so upset. He would walk up and be like, I'm so disappointed. In how you.
0: great of a sh- how great of an end not an ending, but how great would that have been to have Jorah be the one to fucking kill Danny if that's that what's gonna happen. Great. John's uh, gonna do it. No, you know what I mean? But like to have this character for this I entire think. show, yeah. he's his, he's her confidant, he's in love with her, he's whatever. Well he
1: almost got her killed to begin with, so that would have been a good bookend. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah Don't yeah, worry,
2: yeah. because yeah. Dario Naharis is gonna show up and <laughs> kill him. Kill her. No, Jack and, da- H- Jack and Hagar is going
0: to show Wait, the up. hot Dario or the not hot That'd Dario? That would be amazing. Origi-
1: original cast Dario.
2: Original Dario. <laughs> Dario. Yeah. Original uh, season show four up. Dario. Um, uh. Or um, I like it that everyone's like, Stannis is, isn't actually dead. He's going to come back and he's going to kill Danny and take the iron throne. And I'm like, you know what? No. With the way the season's been going, that would be the best way for I it saw, to end.
0: I saw uh, an article that was like trying to claim that Jamie wasn't dead. And I was like, what the Guys.
1: He, you I, know, I think it's gonna be zombie Ollie that's gonna come back and do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: oh he's the God. best archer in his village, right? <laughs> yeah, clearly. Well, because uh, the rest of his village is dead. Oh. Wow.
0: <laughs>
1: Wildlings I, killed him. I don't I don't get it.
0: <sighs>
1: that's um <bad. sighs> I So that's been another episode
2: of No Refunds. Yeah. I really liked the the joke that I saw online. Everyone was like, oh, we were all trying to figure out who the Valon car was, but we didn't realize that it was the construction company that built the red key. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Oh,
1: oh okay. You it. know what? Got it. That's the other thing is like all the prophecies, all the foreshadowing Prophecy, that they've set up yeah. mean dick. Nothing. And it's absolute dick. It, it's just, it's disappointing. Yeah. It's disappointing.
0: You don't get those like just things like I'm thinking of things I've read on the internet. Just things like Why is Euron not dying at the hands of Yara or Theon or or like, why are these character deaths like not, they're not happening the way that they should. If they're going to do this bullshit stuff where they're going to like completely like nerf everybody's characters, like at least give us the satisfaction of like having Yara be the one to fucking stab Euron. Having like Cersei have a better death than just having the walls of King's Landing fall down around like having some of this stuff actually mean something it just seems lazy and i don't
2: i, I don't uh, know go. me yeah. so i don't much mind Jamie killing Euron and no and i don't he, really either why, but here's why i wouldn't mind it if there had been a gap episode between episode <laughs> 4 and episode 5 because you could have the speech that, that Tyrion gave at the end of episode four, you could have that affect um, uh, Euron and have yep. Him, yep. Ha- show his character a little bit.
1: Oh, Cersei's already pregnant? He yeah. knows about it? Yeah. What's going on
2: with ha- that? Yeah. Show, show him a little bit starting to question, like, am I really going to be king? Is, is Jaime going to be the one that. Like, and have, yeah. have him start to be conflicted about. The position that he's in, and well, start guy. and start questioning: Is he actually going to be getting power, or is he be, be being manipulated? Yeah. And then when we see him confront Jamie in the fifth episode, we can go, "Oh, oh now I understand why this guy wants to fucking murder this other and guy." Why they're
0: fighting? Yeah. This makes
2: sense, dude. So then they fight, and then when dude. he like is like, "Yeah, you, you're going to kill a king." That makes sense because he thinks he's actually he going to be the king. He thinks he's going to
0: be. But...
1: Sh- Dude. Sh- you're, you're asking Jamie a lot. Jamie doesn't
0: fucking know that they've... like.
1: Dude, you, you expect there to be character development oh. in the show based around characters? Why? I'm so Why? frustrated
0: by it. Why I'm would you so expect that? so frustrated by it.
1: There, there is... So, one of the arguments that I see a lot... Or not arguments, but... so. An issue that I have with media today in general is I feel like the audience has a lot of editorial power over what creators make. And I do not, as a rule like that yep. yeah. I, I find it very obnoxious when say the duffer brothers clearly altered the trajectory of their story the duffer brothers are fucking hacks by well,
0: the way well yeah um, we found out that they got yeah. sued for stealing the idea for stranger things
1: exactly they're being sued for copyright because like they stole the idea for stranger things and it's that, going to court and that's why um, season
0: two is so bad because it wasn't part of the idea that they stole because
1: they, they are hacks Whoa. Anyway,
0: yeah we found that out that's so
1: cool. um but, so I, I typically have an issue, like Mass Effect 3 is another good example yep. of like the a company changing their vision and their story to better fit what the fans want. Yep. And yep. I typically, in general, I have a problem with that. I yep. don't think that uh, the masses should dictate how a auteur or how a creator mm-hmm. wants to tell their story. I agree. In this case, I side with the internet wholeheartedly 100%. because it is so clear that the that the authors... Don't give a yep. fuck. Yep. And so I am yeah. so sick of these two. I am done with them. I never want to see anything they it, ever producing. again. It
2: really blows my mind because, like, there have been theories about how this show is or er, er, this series has been er, er, gonna end for. Let's just say nine years, because that's when that's the that's that's when the fifth book came out. That is
1: being very so, generous. So that's like maybe since Let, the 90s? Yeah,
2: definitely since the 90s. But like let's say since the fifth book came out people updated their their theories. Yeah. So like the most informed theories are at least 9 years old. Okay. They couldn't like look at some of those and be like, "Hey, you know, let's do this. Like some of them are really like, good. This is this is a really good theory that we could definitely incorporate into our episode. Cause they were clearly looking at shit because they were like, Clagane bowl, get hype. They literally use the terms Clegane <laughs> bowl in the making of video. Really? It literally says Um Clagane Bowl, get hype. It says from something bowl to clagane bowl. So like the front- bastard bowl. Uh, no, I don't remember what the first one is. It's like, from something bowl, dot, dot, dot. And then the next panel says, to Clegane Bowl. And oh I'm like, okay. God. So they know t- Clegane Bowl get hype, right? Yep. <laughs> um, like, they couldn't have been like, man, we're having some trouble getting from point A to point B. Let's go on the internet. Because the internet knows, man. The internet knows.
1: Oh, jeez. This is,
2: uh, This is a bunch of shit, and I fucking hate it. I don't fucking hate it. I I just I, know. I just feel very strongly about how much of a huge disappointment this is and how even if the last episode is as perfect as can be, nope. it won't be. It still won't be the finale that we deserved. I agree.
1: We so still, hopefully the book's get finished. I hope that that rumor I don't think it's true, but I hope that that rumor that George has already finished the last two books. He he, he
2: already said he. I know he didn't. Yeah. I
1: hope the rumor is true. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna hope.
2: I would, I would love it if book six came out before the end of the year. I would because hope. like, because like, I w- could totally understand him being mostly done with it and wanting to wait until the show's over mm-hmm. to put it out to kind of feed off of that, like hype. Yeah, I guess. And the uh, hype's ride gonna the be, wave. Uh, ride I the hype. wave. And the hype's going to be even more now that the last season was such shit. So,
1: like... He's probably ecstatic. He's probably...
0: See, I'm worried about that because I feel like... Dwight, you look like you're just going to... Oh,
1: We're almost at three hours, <gasps> No, guys.
0: I know. I know. <laughs> but I have so much to say about it. It's
1: okay. Keep on uh, going.
0: No, but I'm so worried about something like that because it's going to... I feel like the way the show was ended, if... You're already reading the books and you're watching the show. I just feel like the way it's ending. I feel like is it going to alienate enough people that people aren't going to care about the books anymore?
2: I don't. Or think, is
0: it going to hype people up to read the books?
2: I don't think anyone that has been seriously invested yeah. in the books is not going to read the next okay. book because that's a,
0: just a fear. People
2: are just so upset yeah. about how they've yeah. just assassinated all these characters yeah. we care about and all these storylines that we care about that people are. Yeah so like they they need to hold uh. out hope that George is going to follow through and deliver yeah. okay. anything better than what we got i think okay.
1: there's always been a line between the book fans and the show fans okay. yep. and and i think that the sh- yeah. the book fans have been, had had issues with the show longer than the show fans have okay. yep. especially since things started deviating okay. yep. um so i'm sure that they are probably like fully ready to get The the proper ending, true vision of what their story is supposed to be.
0: I just am. I'm curious about that because someone who's only watched the show, I'm like, for me, that would almost turn me off entirely. To I can understand that the the whole concept of it. I'd be like tired of it. You know, Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't want to be let down again.
1: I think that the book fans have um, trained themselves for Mm -hmm. not disappointment, but for. Just like the brutality of waiting, Mm -hmm. so I think that they're used to that at this point. Because I think it was what six years for dance, and now we're at seven years for uh uh, win for wins. It it was twenty eleven. So seven or yeah eight eight years.
2: Eight years. It came out in like June of. 2011.
1: I had, like, just started, or was about to just start my new job. Wow! Yeah. That's the crazy. entire time I've so been at this other job. So that means the next
2: job... book is gonna come out right when you start your new job! Well, so
1: then I have to get another job really quickly.
2: Confirmed! <laughs> no, it's coming out on Monday. The the Monday that you start at your new job.
1: Yeah, I I, I start the day after um, Memorial Day, so I start on a Tuesday. Cool. So Tuesday. Which is actually kind of interesting because on my the la- when I started this last job, uh, the Fourth of July was on a Monday, so I had to start on a Tuesday. Nice. Super weird.
0: Um, I know we're already at three hours, or whatever. <laughs> Predictions okay. of who? It, I know the episode's tomorrow. Who's gonna be on the Iron Throne? My prediction I have is my I thoughts. don't care anymore. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, no, I I think you um. I think it's gonna be John. I okay. don't think that's what anyone else maybe J- Alex said that. I know that's not what Tiffany's gonna say. Okay. I think it's gonna be John. I think it's gonna be the reluctant, like, um, it's gonna come out that he's Aegon, it's gonna be thrust upon him, regardless of whether or yep. not he wants it or not. Maybe he'll rejoin the nice watch, who knows? Um, I think it's gonna be John. Cool. Tiffany, who do you think?
0: So I think it's gonna be John, but oh, he doesn't he said- want it and it's gonna be Tyrion.
1: He's gonna advocate it uh, to
2: Tyrion. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. I think it's gonna be Gilly. That'd be awesome.
1: I think it's going to be Baby Sam. But Well, Baby Sam 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 is going to... No, I
2: didn't pick... I picked Nymeria in our Uh draft.
1: I picked Baby Sam for most kills. That's what it was. (laughs) So we're doing a... a, There's this um, app on the phone that's a Game of Thrones draft. uh, Very similar to our movie draft. Not at all, though. And Uh Alex is trying to come in last place. Oh, no, no, no. no. I've come in last place. You did a good job. I have
2: solidly come in last place. I... I'm bottom 2,000 for everyone playing the game <laughs> in the world. That's awesome. Are you trying to
1: come in last in the entire
2: game? I wish I could. At this <laughs> point, I've, I've gotten too many points for that. Oh, but I'm bottom 2,000, which makes me really
1: happy. That's Brian's impressive. top 2,000. Well, c- well, of course he is. He's Brian. Everyone says, Dwight, you're great at playing games. Brian is good at games. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I never
2: expected him to not be good. Yeah. But I think I'm better than him because I tried to pick poorly. And you did a good job, because anybody can pick Danny, Arya, and the Army of the Dead. That's I all you needed. If I you had those Danny. three things, you're in
1: like the top.
2: That's
0: 10%. like 10%. Dwight, That's like Gina, your sister. She like is like in the top five, and I'm like she's never, watched, she's never the watched the
1: show. She's never watched the show, which is amazing. It's
0: so funny. It's super garbage. Funny. She did her research.
2: I I tried really hard. My worst pick was I took the Ironborn. When I should have they taken, gotta kill the opening. I should have episode. taken the um the Night's Watch.
1: Oh yeah, because Night's Watch probably had like la- next to nothing. They Strip had killed. they got zero points. Yeah. The the Ironborn got like three thousand. Yeah, three thousand four hundred and sixty. Yeah. yeah. So if I A Lannister yeah. Army, which you also picked, got minus three hundred. Yep.
2: So um I think three people had negative points for my team. Uh Lannister Army, Harry Strickland. Yep. Uh that's it. That's it? Oh. Yeah. Um, Qyburn only had like thirty points.
1: Kyburn had thirty-five. Okay. Bron, John Royce and Ma- Marwin had zero. Both, both had zero. Kyburn had my favorite death. So season. and Cersei was the, definitely the least out of. Oh, those. She, I
2: definitely had the best queen pick. Yep. Um, yeah, I I think I did. I did a bang up job. I'm I, very impressed with you. I'm really proud uh, of myself. We'll update. So, we'll update. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Game of Thrones season eight. Meh. Meh. Like Meh. I've seen worse things on television. But I haven't necessarily seen things that have enraged me as much no 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 no. Dexter season eight is the worst that. thing to ever be put to television it. and when I say that, I mean it it is absolute garbage fire so in comparison in comparison I'm very glad with how Game of thrones season eight has been going
1: i I really thought this show could potentially sub um not subvert. We talked that about word that. Too much. I know. It, it could, um, supplant Breaking Bad. Ain't going to nope. do it. No. Nope. 100% not. Ain't going to do it. Breaking I And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Breaking Bad. I haven't seen Sopranos. But like those types of wire. Those shows were a singular vision. Uh, not, But they were like not an adaptation of something right. that had that opportunity to fall apart.
2: Right. So. so uh, All right. <sighs> this has okay. been an episode of. Alex it has complains been. about everything loudly. And I, think also episode, yelling at I think we're just going to call this episode. I think we're
1: just going to call this episode like garbage. Something bed. negativity or <laughs> garbage man. <laughs> Tiffany <bed>. and,
0: <laughs> and Alex yell a lot in this episode,
1: which is very fair. So we've been recording according to this yeah. for two hours and fifty-five minutes. Awesome. There is ten minutes left in the file. Oh okay. Sweet. Let's so go uh, for another ten minutes. I I'm just saying our <laughs> movie draft. I wasn't know. three we're hours very long.
0: passionate about this stuff, yeah.
2: Well, we talked about things that I hate, and you know how much I can talk about things that I hate.
1: It's just impressive to me how the three of us mm-hmm. were able to carry a three hour conversation. This conference. is my impressive.
0: outlet for all of this. I know.
2: Um, I've been complaining about Game of Thrones on my stream <laughs> for the last week. I L- didn't liter- hear you when I was literally on. like, every time I'm on stream, yeah, I'm just like. You guys want to talk about Game of Thrones some more because I thought about something else I hated.
1: So, Alex, speaking of your stream, yeah? what is up with that?
2: Uh, I stream every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, I stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday nights, and mm-hmm. Tuesday, Thursday days. And this coming Thursday, i If doing... this gets
1: out before then. Oh, oh uh, yes. Ooh, and it's... you've listened to the whole three hours of it. Yes.
2: <laughs> uh, this coming Thursday, if this episode gets out by then... Um, If not, (laughs) check the archive. That's a lot of pressure on me. I am doing a retro stream with my friend and friend of the podcast, Dwight. And best man. And Dwight, who I was totally in his wedding party. And we're doing a retro stream all day on Thursday from 10 a.m. to midnight. That's what Alex is saying,
0: so we'll see. I'm living the bachelorette life.
2: Nice.
1: Um, I so my name is Dwight, and I've been moderately doing a YouTube channel, but it's kind of slowed down yeah, ever you, since. You didn't I,
2: release a fight fighting game yesterday. I didn't, and I was so upset. I'm sorry. I,
1: I it's been very sporadic since I finished my Super Mario 64 well, g- run through because I, I've been I've gotten a new job. Yeah, that's um, exciting. So I've been focusing on that, and work has been crazy with me. wine Like I'm ramping down at one job, and I'm about to ramp up at another yep. job. So my personal stuff is. Uh, nuts, and I edit, spoiler alert for my <laughs> other job, I edited uh, the stuff in my downtime at work, mm. so it's not like I can do this at home right. because I don't have the proper editing software here. So um, I will get back on that eventually once I upgrade my computer, which I have the parts. I just need to do it. I need to figure out how to switch my Windows license from one motherboard to another because oh. I don't want to buy Windows again because that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, I have the license. I should be able to do it. So that's what I've been up to. Tiffany.
0: Uh, I'm just finishing up my first year of teaching. That's so Um, exciting. It is super exciting, although I did get my student evaluations back, and, like, all of them were great, except I had one student who was like, you need to be more professional. And i are like,
1: focus on that one And thing. you focus
0: on that one. But you know what? Like, graduation's tomorrow. Like, I'm, I'm preparing to send off my first group of kids into the world. And you know what? I can't worry about one student who didn't like the yeah. way I taught. Yeah. The thing that's hard for me with that is, like, I was so lenient with these kids. Everybody passed my class. I gave them ample time to turn in things. I was really, really lenient on deadlines and things and for someone to turn around and be like yeah you could be you were a little rough you could be more professional i'm like what more do you want from me you you got an a in my class i i I gave you good i gave you feedback on all of your stuff i turned in all of your grades on time i gave you ample time to do all of the stuff i was present and it's like what the fuck didn't you like
2: and this and has been an episode of no <laughs> refunds. So
0: so that's what I'm doing. And um, I'm playing hockey on Sundays. It's and, exciting. And I scored my first goal. What? Yeah, yeah and know, all I'm of my of uh like 16 years of playing longer than that playing organized sports i scored a goal so that was cool nice but yeah that's where i am gearing up for uh summer and hopefully getting some stuff done and nice. doing some more creative stuff
1: so this has been a three hour episode it i hope good. it has been up to prince albert franklin douglas the fourth standards yeah, yeah. Um,
0: we yelled a lot yes, uh, I, I yelled, yelled
1: a fun. lot alex did I, you I tried me to adjust volumes. a lot you're welcome thank you tried to keep on top of that I have contagious so, yelling so anyways we yeah. are no refunds we are a uh, podcast that you just listened to for a long long time <laughs> we have an email no refunds podcast at gmail.com you can send us emails just like the four people who did up front did uh, you can check out our website no com. we have a Facebook page no refunds podcast hey that's like everything that we have check out <gasps> Alex T t-e-h dinosaur on twitch and i am no refunds pod i'm just no refunds on no refunds on on youtube
0: um also not that anyone cares but i am going to be training for a marathon yes Uh, and you're going to be writing blogs And i'm going to try to use the no refunds website to use it as my blog to kind of document my process of running a marathon so if you care about that I'm running the Disney Marathon We will post links to
1: that. That is awesome.
0: Yeah. So if you care about that stuff, uh, follow that. I will
1: post the links on Facebook as it comes out. And I've been posting the updates to our movie draft on Facebook. I've been trying to be right up on top of that. Okay. Well, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, Raw for this is over three hours and one minute. So So excited. Have fun editing this, Tiffany. We will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.